You watching me glow, you watching me go I'm all in my zone, I'm holding my own I'm feeling like Bane, I'm breaking your bones I am a blur, black and a nerd So this is my own, this is my zone And this is a show you already know like My grand blur, YouTube blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Cosplay blur All day blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Bet you wish you so blur Talking about what we heard Talking about what we seen All through the eyes of a blur Everything that we do urge Flying like a super person Plus I got super friends We be teaming up early Welcome to Blur Vision, your window into the world of all things geek, movies, TV, or news. We talk about it every week. It's your boy Jordan, aka Blurred Vision, on multiple social media platforms. Plug, plug, plug. <laughs> With? Uh, what? <laughs> That's my, my co host, Zombie Michael. The uh, brains. Uh, Michael, Black Gate Comic Geek. On all social media platforms. Plug, plug, plug. Yeah. <laughs> See, now uh. we're good marketers. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys. What is up? This week we are talking about all things that are new on media. On well, most social media platforms because I'm like, I'm not on. What? I don't know. <laughs> v- Vero, oh, Vero. I'm not on Vero. No, that's true. No, yeah. Vero, true social. All right. Get on that because our boy <laughs> Zack Snyder is. So. I'm, not, I'm not getting on that. <laughs> I, feel like that's I a, had it for a little bit, but then I was like, "Oh, you hipster!" I was gonna say that's the, that's the hipster Instagram. <laughs> I'm like, "This sucks." It's like, uh, Instagram's so passe. I'm gonna go on very true social media. Yeah. I mean, but truth of the matter is, like, yeah, Instagram is not as good as it used to be, but all apps end up going down the same route, like Facebook, Twitter, TikTok's going that way. Yeah, TikTok. Now they got a whole promote button, like, like. Oh, uh, I didn't know that. Like uh, Instagram and Facebook and things like that to pay for promotion to pay yeah to pay oh. yeah to pay for your views. So you already know when that happens, they're That's gonna the they're gonna artificially like throttle the views mm-hmm. and things like that to get hey. That's exactly wanna, what it means. Yeah, you want to get more views? Pay 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 the pay the certain <laughs> amount of money. Got their hand out and shit. Yeah. <laughs> hey and then kid, you know, want to be famous? Give us money. <laughs> and then you know how it always goes because I'm I, I pay for a thing one time just to experiment to see how it goes. On like Instagram and Twitter and not Instagram and Facebook, yeah, this shit ain't do nothing. It basically does what the algorithm should do naturally, which is such. That, that's why I think it's such bullshit. Like it's literally there's the such a thin veneer of yeah, we're really just gonna throttle your other posts until you pay for one. Then that that post is the one we won't throttle. So you're not really pay. It's like it's it's the same thing people got mad about um uh in video games uh add on content that comes on the disc. It's the same shit. It's just a fucking scam. Mm-hmm. I miss the old days of the internet, the wild, wild west. <laughs> anyway, we're not talking about the wild, wild, wild so west the de- of the internet. The death of, the death of TikTok is, is imminent. It's very imminent. But like I said, if somebody else creates another app, it's just going to be the same shit. Yeah. So It's a crack. They'll, they'll make the algorithm easily accessible at first. But then as more people join it, then it's like, ah, now we can start pulling back and charging. It's like a drug. And I mean, part of me gets it because this is a capitalist society. So Fuck capitalism. T- yeah, I know. I, I agree with that. <laughs> and so TikTok has to make money. But I'm like, I feel like there are other ways. More ethical ways. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. 
But anyway, we're not talking about the issues of social media. <laughs> we're talking about we media. Know? This is a social media. <laughs> yeah. We're taking the social out of it. Just the media part. And in this week's media, we've got Love, Death, the Robots, the second season on Netflix. We've got Castlevania, also the fourth season on Netflix. But at, and the fourth and final season. Oh. What? I'm like, I feel like there was more. What else Did you watch? Me? Actually, nah, I already know the answer because you, you don't know me. Yeah, I do. What Did is you it? watch Mitchells versus the Machines? Okay, see what happened was okay, right. Okay, okay, there no, we go. No, no, there's a re- there's a story behind this. I started what is, watching what is it. The story. I-, I can already tell him to hate that show or that movie. I-, I started it. It was late at night, and I didn't finish it. I literally fell asleep on it. But just the intro, the first five minutes, it is so it was I- it was just frustrating to me. Just those characters and like, oh, we're so different and quirky. Oh, we're a white family. We're gonna save the world. I'm like, nah. <laughs> but I like the intro. That was what you like the intro. That was when we got. Oh, okay. I think I'm like this. <laughs> no, it just felt so fucking heavy handed with like that. We're not like most families. We're different and quirky. Especially the main character girl. Like, I know. I know too many basic bitches that are like that. That want to act like they're so special and unique, but they're just so. As every hot topic chick, <laughs> like it's like, oh. Oh, does it get better? So somebody hate your somebody hurt Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> I just hate people that are so basic but don't think they're basic. They think they're so unique and quirky. But I'm like, you're not quirky. I know ten people like you. <laughs> that's kind of the point, though. That is the point. Of the, if that's actually the point of that the character, then then maybe I, I well, should get sense, a more like, chance. The point is like she finds her people. Like they, she she realizes she isn't alone. Oh. That's what the twist on that more, is? More or less. Oh. I was hoping it was going to be more like a, oh, I thought I was so unique, but I'm really not. Not a, I found more special people like me because I'm special. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> so somebody hurt Jordan. Yeah, I don't know why it, it triggered me, but just like, I don't know. I'm not even like the guy that's like, it needs more diversity. But when it's like a robot invasion, the premise is so interesting, but then you, it's such like a basic like execution of it was just like yeah we're a, a weird white family and we're gonna learn through our differences that we should work together is that basically what happens in that more or less yeah ah fuck see that's what I'm talking about <laughs> like but I could just like, peg that part of the plot but it was but, good but the rest of the plot's so interesting so that's why I was interested in watching it but if, if you recommend it despite that I'll, I'll finish it but yeah fuck you you're right I didn't watch it <laughs> but I did try <laughs> did you watch uh the anime this week, My Academia. I know the answer is what I'm asking, <laughs> you asshole. Um, in the future, I did. <laughs> in the future. I did watch it. Yeah. So I didn't watch all of Castlevania. I, I didn't finish it. I watched the first seven episodes. Michael's seen all of it. But I did see My Academia. So we're going to trade off on uh, <laughs> topics this week a little bit. On a flip-flop. Yeah, flip-flop. Yeah. Flip-flop, flip-flop. But, uh, Just but like yeah. in real life. Wait, what? What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Michael! There's all those rumors about us. <laughs> Stop it! I'm like, I'm pretty sure the audience caught it. <laughs> God damn it! But yeah, we've got cat. But we do have to talk about is Castlevania, uh, uh, Love, Death, and Robots season two, and uh, a little bit of Macrodemia talk and trailers. There are new trailers, right? That you have to talk about news. Yes. Yes, and news of the week as per usual. But before we get into all of that. We do have uh, emails this week. Uh, unfortunately, no iTunes reviews again. We're at 285 ratings. We are only 15 away from 300, guys. If you haven't left the rating before, now is your opportunity to do so. We read them aloud in the podcast every week, so help us out. Um, but for emails, 
We do have plenty yes, of those. because we have like, what, over 2,000 listeners an episode? Yes. But so only, it's definitely more than... There's at least 1,700 of you guys out there that yeah. have another review. <laughs> and we want to hear from you. But um, for emails... Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. We have first email from Gilbert Ramos. Black Superman. Hello, fellow blurds. I wanted to talk. Uh, I wanted to talk. Bring what? I wanted to talk. Bring a new perspective on Black Clark. Black Clark Kent. Okay, so he basically wants to talk about the uh, Black Clark Kent slash Black Kal-El that's going to be potentially in the new live-action Superman movie. We mentioned it last week. It was a big topic of discussion for us. Uh, I'm torn on WB decisions because I love Clark Kent as it is. Uh, oh, I love Clark Kent as it is, but as black as a black immigrant, I kind of feel like the most iconic story of immigrants coming to America fits for this modern times. You know, Jews coming to America as their world was destroyed. Now the Red Sonja news, fuck that. If you haven't, please watch Justice League Gods of Monsters. There is a Superman raised by a Mexican immigrant family, and it's by far my favorite DC anime movie of them all. We have seen that. Remember that one? I haven't seen that. You haven't seen that one? Uh-uh. Where it was like the evil Justice League. Not, not even really evil. You, like, you reviewed it, but I didn't see it. Oh, wow. Yeah, with Vampire Batman and shit? Yeah. Wow. That wasn't bad. I, well, I don't I can't remember like all the plot details of that one, but I didn't... The fact that he was Mexican was interesting because it wasn't ever like... I don't know. Was it Clark Kent or... That's a good question. Look it up. Actually, wait, if you're, you're, while you're sitting there, look it up. Cause, what, was the, what was the name of it? Um, Justice League Gods and Monsters. I think it was Clark Kent. Actually, I'm not even... No, maybe his name was different. But he was meant to be the same person just because he was you know, found by a Mexican family. They gave him a different name, I think. But it was interesting. Like it wasn't a thing where they even made a big deal about it. It was just that was just his origin. No, Hernan Guerra. There we go. I'm like, did he looks? He was darker skin, so I'm like, I guess he was meant to be Spanish. So I guess it's just a parallel universe where <laughs> the Kryptonians were Spanish. Clark Clark didn't make it out. Yeah, but he even barely looked like Superman. Like he was like Superman in name only because he was wearing like a trench coat. That's why I said Clark didn't make it out. Yeah. Uh, oh, he, that's right. His origin was kind of like Man of Steel, where it was because Kryptonians were a society of like people that didn't breed anymore. So Zod put his DNA in the baby maker. It sounds so dirty, but it was like a thing where it, uh, the Clark Kent's mother, uh, Clark Kent, Kal-El's mother and father both had to press like their their DNA as a fingerprint on a button. And his mother did, and his father was about to, but then Zod killed him, and then Zod put his finger on it, so he kind of had, like, tangential sex with Kal-El's mother, <laughs> and made Mexican baby. So I guess Zod's part Spanish? <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, he goes on to say, I do not really like the other Val Zod or Superman president they don't really seem like characters that can carry being main characters of a universe well Val Zod literally did in Earth 2 comics so yeah I was gonna say I disagree with that <laughs> yeah sorry not sorry that's my wrong slash right opinion I mean did you read either of those comic lines though like I didn't even read President Superman but that was like a one off right that wasn't even like a full comic line no it wasn't an ongoing one yeah so I don't know about that one 
I, I personally don't even really want to see Obama Superman as a full movie. Um, it's an interesting concept, though. But Val Zot literally was the Superman of Earth, the Earth 2 books, so he definitely could carry his own uh, story. Disney Plus MCU series opinion. I was very excited for all the MCU series, but they have been very disappointing but they have had very disappointing endings. Now they all feel like a good tie-in of an event in comics. They do not they do not stand on their own without the MCU movies. Hear me out for both WandaVision and Captain America and that other guy fell apart at the end because they had to set up the next event in the movies. Nah, I ain't wasting six hours of my time for a if you want to know how this ends, keep watching all our movies. That's all. Stay nerdy, my blurdy. I mean, Gilbert, I hear you, but at the same time, that's, that could be said for every single MCU entry. Like, every single MCU movie at this point kind of requires you to be invested in this long-ass television show called the MCU. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So even movies end like that. Like, <laughs> and I mean, yeah, I agree that they've been what, ending. What was the movie... That ended with a. I don't even think it was an event. Wasn't an Avengers movie? What? But then I got time to do it myself or whatever. That was the end of Age of Ultron. I think. Oh, it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, all the post-credit scenes are like that. Like if you just walked well, in mo- any of most, them, not not all. Okay, some of them all. are like 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 Captain America, Patience. <laughs> I mean, some are so confusing that even comic book fans are confused. Like the Guardian of the Galaxy one with Adam Warlock. When's that coming back? <laughs> Gu- Guardians three, I would assume. Hopefully, <laughs> don't know. <laughs> Um, da, da, da. but yeah, yeah, I, 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 I hear what you're saying, but especially with the the endings being weak so far. But fingers crossed for something like Loki. Hopefully, that has a a better ending. But endings are hard too, you know. Like that's why endings are so powerful because either an ending can make or an ending can make or break even a good or bad project. Yes. Um. Next email comes from. Got a lot of junk mail this week. So I've been getting a lot of fucking spam calls this week. Me like, too. I'm like, what is going on? I don't know. I, I blocked over a hundred numbers, and I still get a different number call calling me. Yeah, same. So now like, that you're saying that too, like, what's going on that they're in mass? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, did they fucking pass a law or some shit? <laughs> they just give, just giving out people's numbers. Yeah, the cold call law. That's not good. My friend, my friend was like, no, I've been getting a lot of spam. She lives in Atlanta. She was like, I've been getting a lot, a lot of spam calls lately. I don't know what's going on. Big brother knows everything, so. And like, I fucking hate it because like. Usually it's like every ten, every twenty minutes, it's a fucking spam call. Mm. The next email comes from Chris Lamar. My Hero question. Hey guys, had a question about My Hero Academia One A. Oh, My Hero One A and One B classes. The way you guys talk about One B is as if they're a lesser class, skill and power wise, because they're in One B. I always assumed that Class One B is just another hero freshman class on the same level, but they couldn't put everybody in one class, and Class A just happens to be the ones that we follow as an audience. Basically, how regular school is. Did you ever say that? Did they ever say that One B is lesser in skill and power wise? And I just don't remember. If so, there needs to be some swaps. Thanks, other Chris. Thank you for that email, Chris. Um. I thought they did explicitly oh, yeah, say that one A was the top class, mm-hmm. or like the top or has the class with the most potential out of all of UA. That's and why they were one A. Class that got the highest on scores on scores, with the exception of Ayama. I don't know how because they said he was the lowest yeah. score hmm. on the at least on the test. Maybe he got higher on the physical. Twinkling, yeah, because <laughs> robots he gets to just blast them, yeah. I mean that's a good point because like some of the characters in in one B 
their power sets, even though at first glance they might not even seem that powerful, and you didn't see this most recent episode, but Mudman, like even though you saw a little bit of him in the last episode, they they got some heart. Like they there there's some MVPs in one B that if they were on one A, you could easily do some swapping. Like Mineta, get out of here. Invisible girl, get out of here. Karate guy, worthless. Even Shoji's decent, the guy with multiple arms, but even him, like Todoroki and uh, Ida were carrying that team. Karate guy didn't pull his weight at all. I'm like, how did you get on this team? <laughs> how did you get in this class? <laughs> your tail is barely even a factor in your powers. <laughs> yeah, it's not even a power. It's just. No. It's, it's a mutation, but it's not a power. Yeah. It had nothing to do with him knowing karate. Like, it's just two no. separate things. <laughs> Uh, man, I, granted, we got the uh, I, we got uh, got it answered before, but I'm like, even with the Invisible Girl, like, who, 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 what are you doing? Yeah, your powers are so conditional, and it's not for a, a straight fight, especially. No. Yeah. Um. Next email comes from Michael Lopez. But in my school, though, real quick. Oh, what's up? Uh, I, I forgot what it was called, but I was like A, like number A. It was basically like 1A too. Like we had different, like 1A, 1B. Yeah. And the A class was the more, the class that was uh, uh, honors. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I know in a lot of public schools they have number and letterings like that, but I didn't know that normal school they divide it by that. Because that, that's just, I feel like that hurts your self-esteem. Like, <laughs> You're not a you're not a, an honor roll student, so you don't get to be A. You're you're more of like a B or C. It's like fuck, dude. All right, <laughs> way I to mean, put a cap on me. I mean, yeah, but there are honor students. Yeah, yeah, fair, but don't put it on front street like that. Damn. <laughs> uh, Michael Lopez, fun questions and love. Hey, Blackgate Comic Geek. Hey, oh, what's good, Blurred Vision? Just some fun questions. There's a lot of strong and well-known black actors right now. Can you name your top three or five working black actors? To get you started off the dome... Wait. Get you started off the dome, some notable I love are Regina King, Donald Glover, she would tell Eb... Edgio Four, I cannot pronounce Edgio Four, John Cheadle, Rosario Dawson, Lawrence Fishburne, Lupita Nyong'o, and of course, there's also Lakeith Stanfield, Michael B, and Daniel Kaluuya. You basically named everybody that I can remember. Like, like, God damn it! Now I got nothing. <laughs> Long pause. Pouring out for Chadwick here. Oh man, you made it sad at the end. Um, I don't know if I can name. I can name three. And I think you named all the three I would name. Donald Glover, Rosario, Rosario Dawson is so underrated. She is such a good actress. Everything she does, even when it's fucking stupid, not to say I, I don't think Clerks or, or Kevin Smith's a great writer or anything. I'm just saying like... I didn't see that. And, but I'm just saying he, she can take almost anything and make it sound genuine. I mean, yeah, look at her as a soca. Yeah, she's great. Um, Donald Glover. I feel like he's good contextually. Like he's got to be in the right roles. Like I don't think him in Lion King was a good role for him. But... Other things I've liked no, him in, like yeah. Atlanta, he was good in that. Even as Lando, he was the he was the best part of Solo for me. For real, I mean, even the little cameo he had in uh, Spider Man Homecoming. Hopefully, when they do a Miles Morales spinoff, they should make a fucking Disney Plus show of that. No, I shit. think no. I was like, Prowler. I don't know. Yeah, I was like, I don't know if I see him as a Prowler though. <laughs> I could see him not as the Prowler from the comics, but like an MCU version of the Prowler. That's more, like, more dad like, less. Less of like more like the the um, into the Spider Verse Prowler, 
he had a good balance where he was more endearing as a character. But even the Into the Spider Verse, I'm like, I don't see like in the costume. I don't. Yeah, I don't he see, was more. Um, like, Blade. Man, obviously, yeah, it's gonna be a stunt double, but even still, like, no. Oh, you mean for the fighting, or you mean for the? No, just the just the the physicality and the persona and just the imposing nature of the Prowler. Yeah, so I'm saying he's not as imposing. He'd be his own version. But I, he yeah, the the one from the Into the Spider Verse is more like um. Even he's imposing. What's his name? Ah, Marshall Ali. Yeah. But yeah, that's basically what I would say. Donald Glover, Rosario Dawson, and I guess Michael B. But that's such a basic answer. Yeah, so basic. Michael B.'s all in everything. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, I love Viola Davis. There you go. She's good in damn near everything that she does. Mm. Uh, Denzel. One of my favorite actors is always, it's, even though he plays himself, but there are times that he 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 he's different. But I, I love Samuel Jackson. Oh well, he's a classic. Yeah, and everything, yeah. especially you know, motherfucker. That's the guy. Yeah. I love, love when he says motherfucker. Yeah, he coined motherfucker. I need I need him. Where's my super suit, motherfucker? He <laughs> uh, goes on to say, to answer your question, yes, movie theaters in Jersey are open right now. Well, now I know. Side note: if you guys have seen my Instagram, this be out today, so it should should still be available. But um, giving away passes for Quiet Place this Sunday on the what is that? The twenty fifth? Uh, no, I'm wrong as hell. The twenty third. Um, so yeah, movie theaters are very much open because they're just like, hey, invite your followers out. Hopefully they're all vaccinated. We're not gonna check. So I was like, oh what? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys are vaccinated, you want to come see Quiet Place with me, um, and you're in the New York City area, check out my Instagram page, my stories. Um, AMC is running out whole theaters in Jersey City and Jersey Gardens right now. You can rent in theater and watch an old movie for like a hundred dollars. Me, my boy, me, my boy. Me, my boy, who cursed you out, two pods straight, shaking my head, went to an empty theater, masked up a couple months ago. Like six people in a 700-seat theater is wild. I've been tight with this thing, too, but I feel comfortable there. Oh, he means tight with the mask. Um, as a cinephile, I'm scared to lose that theater experience, you know? It feels like it could be going away, and even though technology always moves forward, I don't think I'm ready to lose the movie theater experience yet. I mean, that's also why I wanted to do the Quiet Place screening, just because that's the type of movie that I think is better with the audience. Ironically, I want to do a movie theater experience for a movie where the appeal for the movie theater experience is dead it's silence. Dead silence. <laughs> yeah. But you can only have true deafening silence when you're surrounded but with people. But the silence for a movie specifically like The Quiet Place is so loud. Yes. Yes. That it makes the experience even better. Yes. Because I remember even, even when I saw part one and people were making noise with the, with the popcorn and the... You feel people, it. Yeah, people are like... <laughs> <laughs> You I want to die. Put, put that shit away. <laughs> but you don't have that when you're sitting at home you're by yourself. You know what yeah, I mean? No. It's not the same. Um, so, yeah, I agree with that for sure. Uh, so, how do you feel about the movie? I'm still not going to the movies. <laughs> no? yeah, that's how you feel about I'll, it? I'll wait. You're going to wait? Yes. That's fair. That's, that's definitely fair. Um, finally, how can I support you? I mean, you? Unless, unless I know for a fact that there's like nobody there. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's only it's gonna be a thing. I didn't talk about this before, but just picking and choosing certain movies. Like you got to choose which ones you're willing to risk your life for. Because <laughs> even at the, like the whole even the whole thing of like, oh, if you're fully vaccinated, you can go out without wearing a nah, motherfucker. I have, I'm still. I mean, some of y'all are dirty even with before coronavirus, and I'm like, yeah. I haven't like really since wearing a mat like. 
the whole this whole year, the washing your hands and all that other wearing a mask. Yeah. I haven't been sick like at all. So I'm like, you know yeah, what? Let's, let's keep this up. Yeah. <laughs> Same. That's that's a good point. But does that mean our immune systems are being compromised because we're not get, being inundated with germs or whatever? I would say no because our immune system already know like we've been sick before. So it's not like true, true. Uh, he goes on to say, finally, how can I support you and your podcast, YouTube, Power Rangers work? I am so grateful for everything you guys have done. If there's any, something or if there's some way to love on you guys, I want to do it. I know you had a Patreon a while ago. Is that still going? No, the Patreon isn't still going anymore because I was just like, we're not doing any of the Patreon rewards. So I don't want to take money from people for not actually going to you know, give them back something. Um, but I think, the, I think the easiest and best way to support us is just follow what we do. You know, yeah. check out Michael's YouTube, his TikTok. Follow him on there. Watch, like, and comment. Yeah, share for, for the algorithm. Yeah, for the algorithm. <laughs> <laughs> um, for Power Rangers, that does cost a lot of money. It's not like the other things we do where we can just do this stuff stuff with no overhead. Um, it is hurting me. I I spent nine thousand dollars. Oh my god! Yes, <laughs> on and it's, I'm not done on location. For episode four alone, because it took us nine days to film at this place. I'm like, every, location, don't you just find places and go, let's film. <laughs> in every other situation, yes, but because episode four was like, in the future, I had to find a place, and the only place that was available in Jersey, it's not like Cali, where you have all these places that are cheaper and readily available locations. I had to find a spot that costs a hundred bucks a person. Like, it doesn't matter how long you're there, but it's a hundred bucks a head. And we had to, uh, a set of like five to ten people at any given time so every time we were there it cost me almost a thousand dollars so i spent almost a total of nine grand just filming episode four for location not costumes not food nothing just locations i'm never doing that again <laughs> but so you hear that guys that means jordan is rich no it means I'm he must broke. have he had money in dogecoin <laughs> no i wish i wish i had investments like that that was me cracking my piggy bank open every month going how am i gonna afford to go back filming this month <laughs> Um, and I've got a problem. I, it's really hard for me to ask people for money, but I, I have no choice anymore. If I want to keep doing what I'm doing and keep leveling up our production, because, bro, I said this before, I'll say it again. I'm not one to exaggerate what I do, but when you see this episode, it could literally, especially, have you seen. I'm not one to exaggerate, but let me exaggerate. No, no, no I'm not exaggerating. No. Have you seen um, the new footage of Supergirl's latest season? It looks like a fan film. They, I know they're they're canceling that show. No, I, didn't wa- I didn't watch. Oh, I gotta, I gotta show it to you. I almost wanted to bring it up right now. Uh, hopefully, I still had it saved. It, I couldn't believe it. I was like, I know they're canceling the show, but it looks like they just took out all the funding in the last season. I, it was someone posted a clip up. I mean, they probably did. They t- they cut the they cut the episode short, bro. Like, I, I saw the footage. Someone posted up some footage of it, and I, at first, I was like, oh wow, this fan film looks really good. And then I saw Melissa Benoist. I was like, holy shit, that's, a, that's the real show? <laughs> but when you see this episode of Unworthy, it legit looks like it could be a CW pilot. It looks that high quality. And a good one, not a, not a Supergirl. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all thanks to the people we've been collaborating with, um, Gorilla Warframe. It's all thanks to the amazing stunt people we've been working with. It's all thanks to my girlfriend, uh, beautiful Diz with the VFX, but like we've leveled up. That's all, and then the location too really helped with like the how it looks. So I want to keep pushing our production forward. I don't want to go backwards. So I, I do need help. So I'm gonna when we drop episodes four's trailer, which hopefully is in a couple of weeks. I'm gonna make an announcement soon. I'm also gonna be starting a Patreon, but not. I've learned from our Patreon where I'm gonna have passive rewards, things that I can give out without having to put in extra work. Cause I need. 
the support financially, but I can't also invest too much time in you know in, in the rewards themselves. So it'll be like things like free comics. It'll be things like extra content that we'll be filming anyway, um, exclusive side series episodes of Ninja or Aisha, my girlfriend, stuff like that. Um, ah, here it is. Woo! Look at this. Look at his face. Why does it sound like? Remember that's uh, Marshman Hunter's dad. Uh, I thought he died. I thought his dad died. Who knows, man? We're behind. Look at that shit. <laughs> Michael's face, his eyebrows are getting higher and higher. <laughs> it doesn't feel like green screen, green screen, green screen. <laughs> And the mouth doesn't even... It's not moving right. Yeah. It, remember when the, the marshmallow effects in that show looked great? Now, that's what it looks like now. Wow. I that was a fan film. I was like, yo, this is some pretty good 3D modeling for a fan film. Oh, that's real. <laughs> that looks terrible. <laughs> I'm like, just end the show, guys. You should have ended it before well, this point. Like, <laughs> yeah, but even this is like... It's like a, it's like praying out a corpse. Like, just, just let it die. It's <laughs> The bat is dead. Same way I feel about Bat Bat Woman. Oh well, Jesus! Are you, have you watched no. any of that? Okay, yeah, All right, me either. I've given up. Uh, but thank you for continuing to provide critical analysis from a blurry perspective. Appreciate y'all. To infinity and beyond. Yo Joe. Go go Power Rangers. Thundercats. Ho. Go beyond plus Ultra. Wakanda forever. Most of all, stay nerdy. My blurries. You forgot. I love you. Three thousand. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Thank you, Michael Lopez. That was that was a great email. Um, and I appreciate you for uh, wanting to support. No pressure, but any help uh, is appreciated. Uh, next email comes from Xavier Sutton. Uh, hello again. I wanted to give my take on The Flash real quick. I agree with you guys that were saying last week about how Arrow's quality went up and down. I still wanted to keep watching because there was a chance it could still be good. Yeah, that's how they get you. <laughs> you hold on hope <laughs> like a drug. Uh, but The Flash... It kept getting worse every season, so I didn't want to keep watching it. In my opinion, the main reason why The Flash is not as good as it was is because they forgot who the main character is. Yep. Someone last week emailed saying how the side characters are getting a lot of attention, but I feel like they're getting too much attention uh, to these side. They're giving too much attention to these side characters than Barry, the main character, who is barely getting little to no development on his own show it's fine having other characters getting development but remember the show is called the flash what are your thoughts um i mean i agree 100 percent. i feel like even eunice who i think is i always quote eunice when we talk about the flash because he's the a number one flash fan Which on part Instagram. of me is wonder i was like what is he gonna be when the flash is over he like, already switched his name you see it he uh, he, no. he's, he unity now he's just oh, i thought he had two separate accounts no no he finally he had a, he had a unity a separate Instagram called Unity. Nope, he finally gave up no. on Real World of Flash, and that's kind of telling right there. When the when the main Flash fan is like, you know what, I'm gonna rebrand for myself because <laughs> I don't want to be attached to this show no more. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, he complains all the time about the Barry in the in CW not being the Barry in the comics because the Barry in the, in, the, in the comics is more independent. Mm -hmm. um, but the Barry and, and CW I, I, and is more was, like we are the Flash. And I, was, I was wondering that a little bit about about Eunice, uh, like sometimes when he's like, "Oh my God, 
I'm like, is he at this point? Is he like playing it up because he's the fly world, world of Flash? Like, yeah. I'm like, I don't think he's this hype anymore. Like, who's nobody's this hype about this show anymore? I think he he that's he's just a big fanboy. He loves what he loves, and he just geeks out for the things that he likes. Even though he does, but he also does critically examine and complain about things we also complain about. So he's not blind to it. Um, but he always wanted more independence for Barry. He wanted Barry to be more of a mentor role. And I feel like the show kind of lost sight of that. They really dropped the ball even with Kid Flash. That was a great opportunity to have him be more of a focus and be more in that mentor role to the other characters in the show. But yeah, they decided at some point that Team Flash was more important than The Flash. And I think that really hurt the show. It's not to say you can't fuck like, look at My Hero Academia. You're not always focusing on Deku, but at least the characters are interesting. But even you look at the name. do something with it. True, but even like the names are different. It's not called... Deku. Like, yeah, you know I mean, <laughs> I, I get that, but he's literally like narrated. This is the story of how I became yeah. the number one hero. So you know it's his story. Yeah. I think it's also because the side characters in The Flash are weak. That's what I was saying. At like, least they're, in, like, I was saying My Hero Academia, but they're interesting. Yeah, they're all heroes in their own right. Meanwhile, in CW, they just try to make everybody heroes just because they don't want, they want to give somebody, they want to give other actors yeah. stuff to do. Yeah. But. Then it's like okay, now we got the, yeah. Then the stuff that they got them doing usually is like like Cisco. Why I don't want to be a hero anymore. I'm gonna give up my powers. But yeah. then the first season it was like oh cool, you have powers. I would love powers. Then you get powers. Like I don't want powers. So like what the fuck are you make up yeah. your mind, bro? And it's not like they, they could have powers, but it's like I don't know why they decided they needed to be like the, the Avengers on every show. Where every time Flash goes out, he's got to bring Killer Frost and Vibe, and you know what? This is a whole team every single time. But it's like because they need something to do. I, that's a, that's the only reason to do it. But it's like that's not how it even works in the comics. Like it's not like a all right, guys, I'm sending out the call. Let's all meet up in Times Square to fight Captain Cole or something. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> no one's busy ever. Like everyone's always just on standby, ready to go fight. <laughs> no, they're always they're on call all the time. Yeah, stupid. <laughs> Uh, Xavier goes on to say I usually have an interesting question for you guys but I can't think of a good one right now I think it was a good question so I got a random question would you rather live in the MCU's New York City or Gotham MCU MCU like, what? what who would ever want to live in Gotham <laughs> nah, nah man fuck that with Jerome running around being whack <laughs> and first of all you've got a higher chance of dying in, in Gotham than you do oh, well, he meant the TV show I thought just Gotham period Oh, I also meant the TV show. But even in the Gotham TV show, you have a higher chance of dying to some random bullshit than in the MCU. Well, no, I'm just saying Gotham, period. Like, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be hanging out with Fish Mooney and shit like that. <laughs> or the Penguin, or... <laughs> wow. The whole, the whole city has been taken hostage by the fucking Scarecrow. So much time has passed since Gotham that now it's funny to think about Fish Mooney because I'm like, whatever, whatever happened to her character? Did she get caught in an entanglement? Like... <laughs> I didn't watch past the first 13 episodes. So. Uh, you're smart. <laughs> you're a smart man. Uh, that's all I have. Stay nerdy, my blurdy. Stay nerdy to you too, Xavier. Um, and I think that might be all. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Awesome. That's all our emails for the week. Thank you guys for emailing in. Um, let's just jump right into the topics. You want to talk about love, death, and ro- robots? Sure. All right, let's get into love, death, and robots season two. Sorry, kids. Ah! Fuck, fuck, fuck. Uh. The monster! 
realize what you're doing is illegal. Surely I have time for a smoke. Get back on board. Uh, if you don't know our rating system here on Blurred Vision, not a racism system, <laughs> I will drop it here. We here at Blurred Vision have a very simple rating system. It goes from poor vision to perfect vision. In the middle, there's passable, and then you have less than passable and more than passable. <laughs> Thank you, Catchapon. Um, yeah, let's talk about it, man. I think we both... Do we? What do we give Love, Death, and Robots Season 1? I want to say more than passable perfect vision. I don't remember. I know we liked it. I know we liked it a lot. Like, you know, we didn't love every single one. No, we didn't love every single one, but overall... Yeah, overall, they were interesting. It was almost like the animated so Black I Mirror. Pro- I mean, I could be wrong, but I would say A Perfect Vision, just because the vision... Yeah. Um, well, who knows? <laughs> and, you know, I don't remember. And this is a shorter season, whereas we said before, last week, it was like 15-plus episodes. This one's only eight. And I was hoping... When my, my concerns was, all right, well, if it's eight... Maybe there'll at least be a long eight, so every single one's a half an hour. Nope. Nope. Some are like even shorter. I think the shortest ones were in the first season. Yes. Um, that being said, I think the shortest one in this season was my absolute favorite. So length does not mean it's better. Pause. That's, that's what he said. I know. I knew you would make a joke about it, so I wanted to cut you about the pass. Um, but yeah, so let's just give our overall thoughts and just jump right into spoilers because I mean, I, I feel like it, to talk about. The things we specifically liked, we had to talk about spoilers. Um, so, how did you feel about this season of Love, Death, and Robot Robots overall? Um, well, I feel like the animation quality for every single, damn near every single episode was pretty pretty much beautiful. Mm. So that's one thing that you could take with, with this episode or with this season yeah. of Love, Death, and Robots. Not to say. Every single episode of last season wasn't beautiful. There were some episodes where I was just like, eh, whatever. <laughs> but I do feel like they, they stepped it up a little bit more. Especially considering, because I looked up the studios, who actually did the, uh, each episode for season two. And uh, Blur Studios, who did Beyond the Aquila Riff, who did Shapeshifters. Did they do a lot of these? They did. Because they looked They like... did most of the uh, episodes this season. That makes sense. They all kind of look like that. Yeah. Like that hyper-realistic 3D. And then, um, I mean, obviously there was some callbacks, like uh, Z- the Zima Blue episode. There was the same studio that did Ice. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And then, it's, eh. That's 3D animated, though, right? It just looks 2D. That, I don't know. Oh. I think so. Or at least it's 2D with 3D elements. And uh, and I don't know if they did the same thing that they did with last season, where how like where you told me your first episode was Beyond the Aquila Rift, but my first episode was Sonya's Edge. So no, no, know. my first episode wasn't Beyond the Aquila Rift. My first episode was... So, wait, Sonya's Edge was the Godzilla one, right? Yeah. That was my first episode, too. Well, somebody else said their first episode... No, was, I've heard that, though, that they yeah. do change depending on your preferences. So I, don't, I don't know if they did that this time around, but my first episode was the automated customer service. Yeah, old people. And, I mean, yeah, overall, like, I had, I had fun, with, uh, fun with this season. I just wish that, like you said, because there was such a shorter amount of episodes that more episodes would have been longer because mm. yeah I, 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 I'll I say this too because I agree with you the shortest episode was my favorite one. Oh, we're on the same page and I was <laughs> like 
oh, I need to see more of this. Exactly. I, there's, I have questions that yes. I need. I need answered. Like, now, because I need to know what happens. It's just a simple premise, but it had the same impact as Into the Aquila Rift. Whereas that moment of like, oh, I know what that is. But even oh, that, God. But even that, still, you have more time to live in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I just mean like that, that reveal moment was still like the, oh, that's not what I thought it was. <laughs> So I mean I love yeah I love that episode I have fun with that episode I would totally like to see that expounded upon but Same. I mean the rest of them I want to see a movie about that yeah I would talk, a horror movie yeah live action because I want to see some kids die yeah <laughs> but yeah like overall even though I had fun with this season there wasn't a lot of episodes that I well no there was only a few episodes that I like was saying that I loved yeah but overall I feel like this season didn't hit me as hard. That's exactly how I feel. As as the first season. Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't even know, if, I don't even think it's a novelty thing because, you know, the first season, it was the first time you saw no, anything. No, no. I just don't think the first, I don't, th- I just don't think this season just had as many impactful episodes. I think the other episode, th- this season, the episodes were fun. But they were—they didn't stick with you. I'm like fun. I, my my word was interesting. Like, like yeah, oh, I, yeah. That's that's a better. That's, that's a, interesting. That's a better word. That, and we're done. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that's that's a much better word. Yeah. They, they were interesting, but because most of them were short. Yeah. I think one of the ones I had that exact reaction to was I forgot the name of it, but the one with the train and the. the that's the, that's the one. Grass. That's the that one I it. didn't care for. That one was like. I was like, it's an interesting premise, but then and they remi- went nowhere with it. And it reminded me, it's like a Steve, it seemed like a Stephen King movie. Yeah. Which they it, do have a Stephen King movie called In the Tall Grass on Netflix, which but it I went, haven't seen. But it went nowhere. No, yeah, it went nowhere. And it was like, oh, that was interesting. Okay, anyway. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I had that reaction too many times this season, I feel like. But what would you rate it then? I mean, I would give it a low more than passable. Mm, okay. I mean, like, like I said, it was still we're, interesting. We're it was still interesting. I still enjoyed the. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't hate any of the episodes. I just liked season one more. Mm. Yeah, I wouldn't say I hated any of them, but like I, but, I, I didn't find myself bored in any of the episodes. I was just like, oh, okay. They're not long enough to get bored, though. It's like you have no, just but the you time. Still, like in the tall grass, I was. Oh, just, I wasn't bored. I wasn't I bored. It, I take it back. But I was just like, eh. that wouldn't even be the one that I would say was the closest to being quote unquote boring. For me, the closest to be quote to be boring would be the last one. About the giant. Oh yeah, I didn't really. That one was it like looked, a, it looked beautiful. Yeah, but I was like, where's like, going? Is, yeah, I was like, what is? I don't get it. Yeah, I'm <laughs> like, is that some kind of metaphor for life and death or something? That's what I, I, I was guess? like. Yeah, I mean, it looked beautiful. The, the, the commodification of death. Or, I don't know. But I'm like, all right. I, I was waiting for something to happen, and nothing ever did. Yeah. Um. And the whole time I was like, are they gonna show the penis? Are they gonna? Oh show my it? god! He's <laughs> there. Like my girlfriend. So, it <laughs> looked, like, is that dick? That was his dick. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? So, it looked beautiful, but <laughs> yeah, I was like, I like poor dick too. You just something did to it, like uh, by the end, right? Yeah, yeah. I was like, ah, oh, damn, my man's dick. <laughs> um, I, I give it a high passable, so we're close. Um, I didn't hate anything, but like you said, there weren't there weren't anything there weren't enough things that were like big wow moments. The only one that I would give a ah, do I seem I would give maybe two perfect vision, one being the the shortest one, the Christmas one, um, and the other one being Pop Squad, the one about, uh, I don't want to even say what's about. See, I would about. give three. Three. You named the two. Okay. And then there's one more. What was the third one? Uh, Snow in the Desert. People like Snow in the Desert. I mean, that uh, was interesting. Uh, Jordan doesn't like magic, even no, though it's no, not magic. It's not, it's not magic. magic. It's yeah, like I know, science. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm like, why? Why? 
I had a reason why I was like, eh, it was okay. I, I didn't love that one. I guess the twist really didn't do it for me, even though I, that one was interesting. I think maybe like a more than passable for me for that one. But I felt like, like you said, the, the first season just had more impactful episodes and a higher quantity, quantity of them. Even though with Michael B. Jordan, like uh, Life Hutch, like yeah, that I, one. I, I feel like nothing happened. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for something else to happen. I'm like, oh, that's that's it. Okay. <laughs> so, it, you know, good, not great. And it's that's disappointing because I thought the first season was great and I expected it to, you know, only get better from there, not to kind of backpedal. And I don't know if it's because they weren't as violent, so they didn't have enough, like, you know, not even hyper. Just that, but I also feel like there wasn't a whole lot of love in Love, Death, and Robots. Yeah, what was the love aspect in this one? I guess the one that you liked, um, oh, Snow in the Desert. That was love. I mean, I guess. Was yeah. it? <laughs> Kinda. Sex. I mean, same thing. <laughs> love, sex. It's all the same shit. Um, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, I gave it a high passable. I just I just wanted more. I wanted either... And I have even longer episodes. Because like, our favorite is the shortest one. So I don't necessarily need long episodes. I just need stories that have interesting impactful hooks. Epi- impactful episodes. Yeah. And that have story twists that made me go, oh. The reason why the short one was the best was because it had... It made you think, and it left you with lingering questions. Into the Killer Rift was the same way, and I feel like a lot more. If Sonya's, Sonya's Edge was the same way, I feel like a lot of the best ones of the last season were that way. Um, this felt like a weaker version of Black Mirror for me. But but yeah, let's just jump into spoilers. Um, you want to just talk about our favorite and or least favorite aspects of some of them? Uh, I guess we can even go through them since we don't have much to talk about today. Um. Yeah, there was automated customer service. That one was funny. Yeah, I like that one. I, that was one of my favorite ones. It, and it started off the 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 anthology, so I it, it it made me hopeful for the rest of them. But then I feel like a lot of them were kind of like lower than that. Yeah, because even Ice, I was like, this looks beautiful, but like, all right. That one I didn't even fully understand. Like they're running from a space whale. And that's how it's, it's like cosmic. It's, it's, um, it's, it's their adre- they're doing shit like to get their adrenaline. It's galactic cow tipping, basically. More or less, I, yeah. Like, and I didn't understand the ending. Was the, it was a, the idea was everybody on that planet were modified to be like genetically superior or something, but yes, the main character wasn't. The, yeah, except for the main character. And then his brother mm-hmm. hurt his leg during the run, but then at the end he seemed fine. So he was faking it? That was the point of that? He wanted to make his brother feel like he was useful? I, I don't know, maybe. But, See, that's what I'm saying. Like, what was the point then? <laughs> but the, I guess the whole point was because uh, by the end they respected him more. Yeah, because he... Cosmic cow tipped, and also got randomly high. Like, if you're gonna run for your life from a cosmic whale, don't get high first. Like, like well, I mean, it, did, it didn't affect them, the rest of them. It just affected him more though, because I guess he's not. Hit. Yeah, because he's not. But he also not isn't modded. So. Yeah, but I was like, bro, you, you're inhaling too deep. Like, <laughs> that's a rookie mistake. So yeah, I was like, I mean, this is interesting. I guess <laughs> that's one of the main ones. I was like, I okay, moving on. And that was the second episode. Yeah. The, the first one was funny, though. I liked the, um, <laughs> this is your life now, running from robots versus your life. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I was like, you know, I kind of got the Thank point of that. Thank you for calling. The, hot, the wait time is six hours. And that's kind of, that's real life. That's like a, that's like very Black Mirror to me, where it was like a logical extension to our real world kind of like, you know, benign. Yeah, because everything's being automated nowadays. Yeah. So it's like, if you want to wait for a real person. <laughs> it felt like what we would be like in the future where we're old and uh, how shitty automated services are in the future 
and you know people are always afraid of I hear we hear profanity uh, on the we have given you a low rating yeah yeah I'm like I don't know but even that one I was like so is the whole world like an evil robot society but they even elaborate on that it was just at the end they're just driving away running from no it seemed like it was just her yeah but why just cause it's funny yeah I guess it was so random cause, they were, cause all the robots started to go after her yeah um, and then Pop Squad was one of my favorites if not my second favorite because the premise was really interesting and the acting was dope and it was Nolan North from uh, Uncharted yeah Nolan North yeah yeah that whole concept of like you and I, I think it was the best at pacing out its reveals of like oh this is this, like what what they're uh, they're cops but what are they doing oh they're killing kids why oh these people in society live forever oh he he looked older so clearly he wasn't taking whatever reju- reju- rejuvenation stuff that the other people were taking to like periodically refresh their cells or whatever. So then you go, okay, so he's got kind of like a, a, a open heart to like you know, the people that he's actually destroying their lives. It's like, why do people in society want to even have kids if you can live forever? Oh, okay, because if you live forever, yeah. life sucks. Like, <laughs> Not even just that, but then it's, if nobody ever dies, then it's overpopulation. So you got to kill kids so the planet isn't overpopulated. Oh yeah, for sure. But I mean, like the like pop the, squad, population squad. Yes, but it's the the people that, even though they live forever, they will still break the law and risk being killed just because, by living forever, you you know you, you get jaded. You slowly become desensitized to size to life, and just the novelty of seeing the world through the eyes of a child. You know, we take it. I don't want to say we take it for granted, but. You kind of would if you live for 200 years and yeah. you don't have that experience of seeing the world through a fresh pair of eyes again. And then it's also the idea of legacy. Like, what do you want your legacy to be? Do you want to be the legacy living forever or do you want your legacy to be more or less somebody living with your gene? Like, you're living on spiritually more or less. Like, yeah. so he lives in you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's inherently selfish to want to live forever. And I kind of understand that. And I, I like the seeing the yeah, gears. I I w- if I had the choice, I wouldn't want to live forever. Not I would, forever. I would like to be long-lived. Yes, but not forever. But not forever. Because then you have to, unless everyone you know is also immortal, you have to have live through the pain and stuff. Then you become Omni-Man eventually. That's, that is how long, undying life eventually ends. You become like, well, if I'm forever and all, you all live for like 100 years, that's nothing. <laughs> like, your life means nothing. Like, even Omni-Man, I would take that because they don't live forever, but they live a long time, but I would, I would even take that. Like, Thousands of years? Yeah, because I'll I, I be thinking about that like when I watch these sci-fi shows. That's I'm basically like, immortal then. <laughs> not really. No, you still eventually die. But Immortal still, is forever. Yeah, a thousand but I'm, years. But I'm still, I'm still be curious. I'm like... Cause I, cause I watch like sci-fi shows and space exploration. I'm pl- currently playing Mass Effect right now, mm. and I'm like, "You want to see it?" I would be so, I would be super mad if I find out that we like met up with aliens and we're doing <laughs> interstellar space travel, and I never get to see it because I didn't live through that era on your deathbed. And I'm like, "Well, you don't know how death works." I mean, I don't maybe, know. How maybe maybe yeah. you just reincarnated. You don't know. <laughs> yeah, but even if I'm reincarnated, you don't know. Michael Simeon would not see it. I yeah. don't. Know, my new life or whatever, like, or if I had a past life, yeah. I have no recollection of it. So it's not like. Yeah, I hear you. Selfish. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, Michael? Is it, is it though? Michael I just said I don't want to live forever. Yeah, well, thousands of years is essentially forever. You're gonna be Omni Man in like a thousand years. <laughs> <laughs> You say all this good shit now, but give it a thousand years, you'll be like, life is meaningless. All humans are insects. <laughs> maybe. But Not even depends. maybe. It de- it de- but it depends. There are people that live forever that see the beauty in 
don't think that'd be you. <laughs> I think you I, you hate people now. If you live for a thousand years, you'd be like, oh, white people have to die. <laughs> like, that'd You're be right. you. I, hate, See? I don't like people, but I like the world. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. I'm sure Omni-Man would say some shit like that, too. It's like, we'll preserve the world, Mark. Yeah, just kill, the insect yeah, people. No, just kill the people, but <laughs> yeah. let, the an, let the animals take over. Because humans, I mean, we're, the fu- we're fucking up the planet anyway. Yeah. So don't let, and nobody else can be immortal, just me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we talked about tall grass. Tall grass, like you said, it's kind of like a Stephen King story where it's very basic. It's like, almost like Twilight Zone. It's a guy on a train, he gets off the train. Hey, I went to get a smoke break. Oh, don't wander in the tall yeah, grass. Yeah, don't wander in the tall grass. So what does he do? Yeah, wander in the, in the tall, tall grass. grass. <laughs> and then, like, it, it, it wasn't anything surprising enough. It was just weird alien-looking demon things made out of light that chased him back onto the train. And then the train conductor was like, oh, yeah, by the way, Yeah, this that happens. happens all the time. Yeah. I'm like, and you know this? Yeah, but I'm telling you about it because people won't believe you. I'm like, but you could, if it happens so often, couldn't you bring news reporters or something just to be like, yeah, there they are. There's all the weird alien things in the talk. <laughs> yeah, or like, maybe nobody would believe you, but be more emphatic. Yeah, don't wander. Yeah, you know it's demons. Don't let people off the train. <laughs> yeah. You say anything. This is ghastly. Get in the train. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but all through the house is the one that we love, which is the Christmas episode. Yes. And what was it? It was. Wow, well, it was all only th- seven minutes. Yeah, it was only seven minutes. All through the house. Yeah. And funny enough, it instantly reminded me of, and I know I said I was going to stop doing this, but. What? It reminded me of this, but it reminded me of the episode of Buffy. What? Uh, the epi- the 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 worst episode ever. Not worse in terms of its quality, oh, but shit. the uh, the episode where Buffy's mother died. The body. I don't remember that one. You don't remember the when Buffy's mother died? No. When did she die? Was it before dawn or after dawn? It was during dawn, season five. Oh, then <sighs> vaguely, what happened? Her mother died. <laughs> but what happened in, other than that? Got an aneurysm. But during that, during that episode, and when I said worse, I don't mean the quality. I meant like just the fact that her mother, like you're, yeah. you're dealing with death. But so they had a flashback episode to when they were uh, celebrating Christmas. And Anya was talking about how there's a, a Santa Claus that exists in that world. Mm. And she was like, oh, yeah, it's all the, you know, Christmas, you know, reindeer, Christmas night, all that stuff flying, you know, coming through, coming down the chimney, all that stuff. It's all true. And they were like, all true? And she was like, well, he doesn't so much bring presents as disembowel children, but everything else is. What the fuck? So I was like, this is that. <laughs> this is- yeah, it's kind of like Krampus even. But I think this is a more interesting version of the Krampus story that we even got in the live action. I didn't, I didn't see Krampus. <laughs> pretty good not blood not you you might not like it because it's not bloody enough but that was like one uh, thing's yeah, missing trash it, it should have been rated r but just the, but this didn't have any blood but just no. the concept of a crazy and the design of the monster was cool where it like uh hands on its mouth but it was like oh you're good stay good and then they're in bed after the monster leaves they're just like what would, what would happen, happen if, if we weren't, weren't good? Yeah, yeah like, like, that's such an interesting thought. And I'm like, I need to know, like, somebody greenlight a pre-sequel. Yeah, because even in the moment where he first, like, you know, tells the girl he's good, she's good, and then she goes, he goes to the little boy, and I'm like, oh, yeah, he's I gonna thought, be naughty. I thought, uh, yeah, I thought I was gonna say the same thing. Yeah, I was like, oh, he's good, and he he like barfs up a present. It looks like a, it's a fully wrapped present, and then when the kid even is gonna open it, I was even like, oh, it's gonna be bones or something crazy <laughs> like that. It was like, no, it was, no, he's like, it's, it's like, what it's, I wanted. It's exactly what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> and what is that is it the complete inversion of your expectations is that why it's, it's so haunting 
Probably. And then because there's that unanswered question, yeah. a great unanswered question. What would it do? That leaves you wanting more. Yeah. Would it stuff that little kid in its mouth? Because that that's, mouth was scary. So that's what I was wondering. I was like, is it going to kill? Like, it, it has to kill children, right? It has to. You cannot look like that. <laughs> and then basically threaten them. Yeah. Stay good. Stay good. And it's not killing children. If that, Me and my girlfriend, we watched all these episodes together. We were like, if that happened in real life, if that was like a real concept and it actually happened to every kid. Oh, yeah, I was like, like, those kids got to be fucked up. But no, if that, if that was like actually what happened to real people in real life. There would never be a bad person. I, I, dis- I disagree. You disagree? Yeah. I don't, if, if you knew if you were naughty at all and, and a monster would come to your ass. Because <laughs> I mean, human, human nature, like, we're still, we're, we're, we're violent and, 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 like, not bad, but, like. But, but think, keep in mind, maybe as an adult, but when you're a kid, if that happened to you as a child, you would never. And Grant, Grant, it's not to compare, but you know, as a child, you. You, you know, as a child, like if you do something bad, your parents are gonna punish you or whoop you or whatever. You still do it. It ain't the same as a fucking monster. Thinking, <laughs> thinking maybe, thinking maybe you're not gonna get caught. So maybe they'll be like, well, maybe the monster doesn't know. Oh no, motherfucker, he knows. Yeah. Well, I'm saying if that was society, and you go to school one day, and like, hey. It's post Christmas. What happened to Timmy? Oh, he wasn't good this year. Oh, you know what I mean? You would never be bad again. <laughs> You'd be like, you know what? <laughs> I mean, even, on, even, just, on Earth. <laughs> even, even just think about how many folklore. Good tidings to man. Because <laughs> I'm like, even just think how many folklores that we believe as kids. Like we believe it, we think it's real, but then we still we still act up. But like, don't do this or whatever is gonna come get you. But it's never enforced, and eventually you learn that it's all fake. Yeah, but eventually, real, eventually you learn it's fake. Yeah. But when you're a kid, you don't think it's fake, and you still act up. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think if you went to school enough, of your friends were missing. You'd be like, wait, really? <laughs> yeah, fucking Santa Claus monster ate their asses. But it was just that my favorite moment of that episode was just. When you see the shadow, same thing into the killer. I always kind of wonder, like, do like do the people of the world know that is that the Santa Claus? Because if it's eating the children, nobody's there to. I would assume in that world they didn't. I mean, they don't tell you enough to know if people know. There was never a moment where, and if they expanded on it, maybe we would find stuff like that out. But maybe the parents do know, and they keep it kind of like hush hush. You know what I mean? But that'd be even that'd be interesting too. This 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 premise is ripe. To be mine for a movie, yes. So I, if I could totally see this happening in like a year or something, they're like, "Oh, coming this <laughs> this summer or this Christmas, rather." Um, and Life Hutch, we mentioned that one. That was the Michael B. Jordan one, which mm-hmm. I was I was looking forward to, but like it just didn't do enough. Like, no, it, he's in a big galactic war, and he crash lands on a planet. And what would and seem more, like more killer robots? Is it more like what they never showed what they were fighting? Well, I said more in the sense of because uh, you got life hutch and then the automated. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, true, true, true. But like, I, I I guess the idea was that was a basic maintenance droid that just that, went that, crazy. Yeah, that malfunctioned. So it was like the juxtaposition of what you thought was the threat in that big space battle wasn't his real threat. It ended up being this what essentially could have been like a vacuum cleaner droid, pretty much. And it just fucks him up by stepping on his hand and doing all that. And it, well, it was like it was motion censored. That, that was the, the idea. Yeah. Okay. Which I'm like, even when he put his hands up, he was still moving. So I was like, I don't understand this. Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, and again, that was like a really basic premise that didn't go anywhere. And you had Michael B. 
It seemed yeah, like a waste. He but he didn't write it. I know he didn't write it, but it seemed like I expected more if he was going to be in it. And didn't he produce it? I thought he produced this stuff. That I don't know. Oh, I could be wrong about that. I'm just assuming. Um, and then the last one was Drowning Giant, the least interesting one. Yes. A really boring narration yes. about life and, and death. And the, and, yeah, the meaning of life and yeah. harvesting giant bones. <laughs> what was the... It was and, a metaphor, and, right? And flesh and... It had to be a metaphor for what we do to animals, maybe? Like, could we mine their bodies and use their body parts for things? And I, I, don't, know what, I don't know what they were trying to say. Like... <laughs> I just ah. know it was a giant penis. My first thing was like, oh, the twist is they're all small and he's normal size. But that never happened. So I was like, oh, okay. So it's just about death? Interesting. <laughs> and, that, and then there was like the, the extra disappointment of, wait, that was the last one? I thought it was going to be something like he wakes up or something like when they're on his body or whatever. I don't know. I was expecting anything like that. Nothing. And then like the, the extra disappointment of, wait, that was the last one? Like that's how it ends? Oh. Okay. Like, you even end strong. Like you ended more like, eh. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I would have preferred Life Hutch to be the last one if that was the case. And even that wasn't like a super strong ending, but I would have preferred that one. I would have preferred All Through the House to be the last one. True. True, true. End your strongest and shortest. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to season three if they do it. But I think season, I think volume three was announced. I just don't know when. Mm. I think it's supposed to come out soon. Like, sooner than. The gap between volume one and volume two. Maybe that's why they did it shorter. Maybe just combine them, I feel like. <laughs> Less of a wait. Push it out there so people are talking about it again. Yeah, I guess. Which is like, I, people's attention span so short. Like, their memories are so short that you couldn't remember. Oh, yeah, that thing I liked is coming I back. Feel like, like, yeah, nowadays. Because, like, think, about, think, think of how much, like, you got to think of something like a TikTok where even, even, uh, even though the videos are max 60 seconds... People won't even sit through a whole 60 second video. It's true. They'll look at like, they, like I, I look at a, I watch a YouTube guy that makes YouTube videos specifically on the TikTok algorithm and what you should do, yada, yada, yada. Mm. He's like, the max that most people watch is like 40 seconds. <laughs> they won't even finish they the They won't even finish the other 20 seconds. Wow. Like, like, and even, even on my most popular videos, they don't, like, the average watch time yeah. is ha- the halfway point. It's like, so at least if you get to the halfway point, you're good. Yeah. But. But see, I feel like it's a cyclical. That's like, that's like based on, because my most watched video was the Storm video. It was like half a million, yeah. half a million views. But I feel like it's a cyclical, pa- cyclical pattern where companies keep thinking that we have short attention spans. So they keep lowering and lowering how much, you know, like this is a six second get. Yeah, because uh, even cat. YouTube is bringing out YouTube shorts. Yeah, exactly. Instagram has the reels, which I think is 15 seconds. It's junk food for the brain, but by continuously reinforcing it, you're just making the attention span shorter and shorter. You know what I mean? Like if, if you put out long content, if you made that the norm, then people's attention span would accommodate that. But because they keep going shorter and shorter and shorter, that's what we're getting to the point where people won't, they can't last 30 seconds of watching a video. So we're going to be in like 10 years. One second. That's one, it. Yeah, one. <laughs> you can watch. If you don't catch me in the first two seconds, what's the point of this? <laughs> and, and, I, and that is true. Like if you get people used to something, they are going to. Because I mean, even think about this podcast. We've gotten people used to long episodes. So when we do have a short episode, people are complaining. Yeah. I'm like, nah, man, that's, most podcasts yeah, are like most an hour. Yeah, most podcasts are like 45 minutes. Yeah, they're in and out. We're, like, we're the ones that are, <laughs> have no lives, so we're sitting here for but four hours. But we got hours. people used to it, so. Yeah. 
So we're the problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What a capper to that uh, Love, Death, and Robot talk. What is uh, this? Um, but yeah, let's just move on. Let's get into uh, Castlevania. It's a spell. It will have the name of the person he was trying to bring back from the dead. Oh, let me guess. It decodes as Vlad Dracula Tepesh. Why the fuck would anyone do that? Hmm? Would you do that? I wish I could fucking kill you twice. We killed Dracula. And now we have to spend the rest of our lives making sure nobody brings him back from the dead. When I began this journey, I had a very simple plan. That plan has evolved. The plan is now conquest. Kill everything you see. Begin! Hell no. But when's that ever stopped us? Um, and you finished this season already. Yes. So I would like to hear what you thought about it. I can give my general thoughts. Um, I can't go into deep spoilers, obviously, because I'm not finished. But um, I realized, guy, I, I realized watch starting the season that I never even finished season three. I got to like the last half of the season and never actually finished. And I'm like, why? Because you don't like magic. I, I knew you could say that. <laughs> and I don't have like to stand on because I'm like, but I'm like, what is the reason? And I'm like, I feel like it's just because a lot of the, it's not that the story isn't interesting. It's not that I don't like the characters even. You don't like magic. No, it's not even that I don't like magic. I feel like it's the tone of the show. The tone of the show, it's, they're short episodes. They're only half hour episodes. Here's the short attention span shit coming up. Might <laughs> be my ADHD. But I feel like it's the tone and it's the way the characters are directed when they speak. So every conversation in this show, whether a person is talking to themselves or they're talking to someone else, everyone talks like this and they all talk slowly and deliberately and they'll say things that might be deep, but it's a very slow pace conversation. Like, you know what I mean? Every conversation is kind of like that. Even the comedic characters like Belmont, even he talks like that. He'll make a quippy remark, but he'll, he'll deliver it in a very dry way. And that's got to be the direction. They all whisper talk. And I just feel like maybe that's what makes me go, uh, I have to be in a certain mood to watch Castlevania. But when I actually do get in the mood and watch it, I'm into it. And this season, I think, as much as I've watched, has been interesting. Um, the animation kind of... Flip flops, bring that back. <laughs> there are moments where um, people complained about the invincible animation, but I never like during especially action scenes or movement scenes. I never felt like things were choppy. But with Castlevania, and I don't know, I have to maybe go back and watch the other seasons action. But in this one specifically, I'm noticing choppiness. Like it, not all the animation in the action, but in some action scenes. No, I didn't feel that way at all. You didn't feel like that way at all. See, no. that's weird because there, there, and it's not every action scene, but there are some action scenes where it feels like it's rolling on a stutter, like the movement feels choppy. But then there are other moments that are super smooth and look amazing. So I'm like, I, but it's not to say that the choppiness ruins the action for me. I'm not. I don't think I'm such a big stickler in animation that 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 breaks it for me. But it is something I've been noticing. Um, and I'm, I'm, just, I'm just wondering why. 
because I don't feel like I ever had that thought watching any of the other seasons. You don't like magic. And especially, <laughs> it's just, it, I'm biased. Yes. <laughs> but especially in a world where people were complaining about Invincible and I never really had that issue. I know it's the 3D stuff, but I never felt like it was choppy animation during action. But I felt like there is in this season of Castlevania. Um, but when it's great, it's great. Like when the action's on point, it's on point. And when the characters are at the firing at the best, like Isaac, this needs to be the fucking castle. I Isaacania because Isaac is the best character in this goddamn show. It, if you change the protagonist from Belmont and um, fair name, Cipher, Cipher, switch it from them to the Isaacs, the Isaac Hector and Alucard story. I would prefer it. I like Belmont and, and Cypher, don't get me wrong, but I'm just way more invested in the Isaac storyline. His philosophy, how his character has changed since the first season, and now especially in this season where he's got, he's like, yeah, I used to ride for my nigga Dracula, but now that I've, now I've been solo dolo for a while, now I've been out there talking to people, walking the earth like jewels from Pulp Fiction, I, I've started to realize that he, he wasn't as right as I thought he was at one point. He wasn't doing enough that I think he could could have done for this world. But me, I got plans. I got ambition. Leave this shit to me, I can make a better future. I'm like, you're like the demonic Martin Luther King almost. <laughs> like, you know, part of me is like, I'm like, but you make demons. <laughs> but, but even yeah, a, they do what he wants. But, but there's still, a moment like, where yeah. he even he has a conversation. I'm not gonna spoil anything. But there's a moment where he has a conversation with one of his demons about that. Yeah. And yeah. the demon's like, wait, you trying to do what, my guy? He's like. You're a tool, but maybe you don't have to be a tool for destruction. But he's like, but look at me. <laughs> I'm a monster. He's like, yeah, but that won't matter. You could do good too. Have a berry. I'm like, yeah, I, mean, I love Isaac. And I stopped. Thank God I, I, I got to this episode. Because there are moments where I'm like, I'm kind of like lulling out. I'm like, eh, my, my, my attention span's waning. But the, the seventh episode where it's Isaac versus vampires. Again, I'm not going to spoil what happens, but just that whole episode, I was rooting for Isaac harder than I rooted for, I haven't rooted for a character in Castlevania as hard as since I rooted for Alucard, um, Sypha, and Belmont versus Dracula. That's saying something, because that, that season two battle was hype as fuck. So for me, rooting for Isaac the same way I was rooting for them to fight Dracula, I'm like, this is an interesting fucking character, and I, I wish... It was even more about him. I don't know what the last three episodes are about. Maybe he is more of a focus, even more so than he's already been. But I don't know. He's a standout character that I don't know if he's getting that much love on the internet. I haven't really paying attention to it. But he definitely is a badass. Um, call this shit Isaac Vania because he deserves it. <laughs> um, and yeah, the premise of trying to revive Dracula after you know killing him in season two. I like it's even in Belmont's mouth of like so we. Spent all our time time trying to kill Dracula. Now we've just spent the rest of our lives trying to stop motherfuckers from reviving him. I, I like the theme of the show and where it's going. The characters seem tired in a way that it there it, there wasn't just a and the end happy ending uh, moving on. You know what I mean? It, it kept going and by by it continuing, we see the world weariness of characters like Belmont and Sypha who have to keep battling against evil in a world kind of overrun by it. Now, I, I think that's interesting. Um, so I would, I'd give the first seven episodes a, a more than passable. Um, and I feel like any 
moments of wavering interest are really just more on me and my ADHD ass. <laughs> but well, how do you feel about the season so far, and what do you think about since you watched more than me? Like especially how it ends. Like, are you satisfied? What do you th- What do you think? Um, I feel like this season, and considering it's the last season of Castlevania, supposedly we're not getting any more. But they always say that. But then the fan reaction is like, "Oh yeah, wait." But then they're like, "Wait, we'll do one more season." Mm. But this is Netflix. Netflix is good for canceling shit after like. Why well, I told you before, four seasons is kind of the, the max is profitable for Netflix. Yeah, so who knows? That's why they they put it in front street. Fourth season and the final season. <laughs> but so with with that, I feel like this season was like the Infinity War Endgame of Castlevania. I feel like it was mostly all payoff because literally, mm. with the exception of the Isaac and Hector stuff. It was damn near action on 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 action. Every basically every single scene, every single episode, every single moment that you had was Cipher and Trevor. They were always fighting, and eventually even Alucard was fighting. And then the the moments, the quiet, the quieter moments were were Hector, Carnilla, and Isaac. But even that, eventually, even they started fighting. Yeah. But regardless, with that, I'm not saying that as a negative. I'm just I say that as. I feel like this season was just mostly all payoff. Yeah. But with that, I I loved it. I love this season. Okay. I love the series. And I don't feel that way about the animation. I thought the animation was great. I can give you an example. What I what I wanted from this or what I got from this is what I wanted from fucking Yasuke. <laughs> <laughs> In terms of the animation? Yes. Or oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's Alucard. Like there are there are scenes where Alucard's fighting. Some scenes look fucking amazing, but there are moments where I'm like, is it trying to communicate how fast he's moving? Is that why it seems stuttery? It's when he goes to save that village and he's fighting those red demons. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying, yeah. but I don't know what you're saying. No. Right. Maybe it's me. Totally fair. It could just be me. Or maybe I just didn't notice it. Yeah, though. possible. Could be me. <laughs> but, yeah, like, I, I enjoyed all I enjoyed all this stuff. I, I would have said the fight between Isaac and another person was my favorite fight. But then you get to the last episode. Oh, it was a better fight. And I was like, oh, no, this is this is fucking good. Oh, I'm hyped then because I love that fight. My oh, Isaac's so cool. <laughs> like it's like his swagger. The way he walks to a room, like, yeah, I'm that motherfucker. But there's, there's like two fights in the last episode that I got a full-on erection because... <laughs> What like, the fuck? I, I, I could have jerked off to it. That's oh, how, my that's, God. That's how good it was. Okay. But, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love... Like, just seeing where the characters ended up by the end of of the show. Like, even just the fact that Alucard even went to help that village mm-hmm. is because he was infected by Trevor Belmont. He even kind of makes a right. He's like, oh, my God, I'm turning into Trevor Belmont. Yeah. And I like him a lot. Yeah. I like and how so, he even talks to himself and shit. Like, yeah, it's something, <laughs> something he would have never done prior to, like, season one when they first met. Yeah. So, I, I, li- I like that. And then also, like... Just seeing the growth, like Cypher is just a fucking badass. Mm. I want to see her fight Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, who she's would, definitely more lethal. <laughs> she, oh, she's definitely more lethal. Yeah. But they basically have the same power, so I'm like, who would win in a fight? Yeah, <laughs> or maybe Korra, because Korra would probably kill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it also goes to show, like, again, you didn't see the final episode, but like. I know you said you'd rather follow, follow Isaac, and I like Isaac too, but like fucking Trevor Bell, he's a beast. He's a fucking beast. Mm. Like people always talk about Batman with prep time. I'm like, no, give fucking Trevor Belmont prep time <laughs> because what he did in that final episode by himself oh. with a fucking magic whip, and that's all he had. Like, what the fuck? How? How is that possible? Oh, shit. Now I'm definitely <laughs> interested in what happens. Shit. 
But like, yeah, I, I I love to see. I would totally like to see a spinoff, especially based on how it ended. Yeah, I would like to see a spinoff based on Alucard. I feel like that would be the direction to go because that's what happens in the games, isn't it? That's why like, there, Alucard there was, becomes there was on, a hero. There was only one game with uh, Alucard as the lead. The rest of them follow different Belmonts throughout uh, the. Oh, got throughout you. The time, got you. Got you. Because the way it goes is, no matter what, every every like hundred years or so, Dracula would resurrect. Mm. So it'd be a new Belmont. Rising, whatever, to, to take him. out, yeah, to take out Dracula. Got you, got you, got you. But then the the one game, the first, which is actually the first Castlevania game I ever played, which was Symphony of the Night. That was yeah. the first game, first and only game, as far as I know, to follow Alucard. Mm. I feel you. I feel you on that. I mean, you say I, I haven't seen that episode, so I can't say. But I mean, I'm just saying, I didn't even know Isaac could fight like that. I'm like, aren't you just human? Aren't you like a forge master? I didn't know you could like. Well, that's what I'm saying about <laughs> even, even Tre- Trevor's human. So is Cypher. Granted, she has powers. Yeah. But she's still human. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, Belmont's got that big ass whip. Fucking Isaac's got that little ass dagger. <laughs> yeah, but he also has an army. <laughs> but I like, I, I like his fighting style. How he fights with his army. Like that that fucking demon thing they was fighting with him and that. Like, oh, best fucking partner ever. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah. I guess that's it. So what would you rate it? I'd give it Perfect Vision. Perfect Vision? Yeah. For the whole, for the season and for the series? Yes. Okay. All right. Then I'm going to... He doesn't like magic. I do like yeah. magic. I just like all magic. <laughs> Is he though? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, he's like a wizard fighting vampires. You know what I'm saying? Like, basically. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I even liked Hector's arc. The way he came full circle. I didn't like what was happening with him last season as much, but I like where it went. Where yeah. it ended up. And even those two uh, lesbian vampires, I liked... Oh, yeah, I was going to mention that. I liked the way that their fight, story that, ended. That, that fight scene that happened, like, I loved... Yeah. During the day, like, I thought that was a bad... Like, I thought all the fight scenes were, were damn near epic. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's a good, good show. Um, so I guess that's it. We can't really elaborate on full spoilers until I finish it, but... Uh, I would love to hear from you guys if you have been watching it and if you like this season more than previous seasons or less than previous seasons, hit us up, email us. Um, I guess we just jump right into My Academia. We're breezing through this episode. We're going to have a short one today, guys. Um, and this episode, match three, conclusion. Match four, match five. Yeah, this is, wait. Actually, what was the time? Was it match four? Match six. Match seven. You know, match three conclusion. <laughs> um, I mean, since you haven't watched it, I'm not going to spoil anything. Go ahead. I'm going to watch it right after we're done, so whatever. Oh, okay. Um, but the gist is, it's, it says right in the fucking name, that conclusion to match three. And why that was interesting about this episode was they did a thing where they really got it across that even though Class 1A are the protagonists of the story we follow, Class 1B are the protagonists of their own story. So there's a moment even where you think that Todoroki and Ida are going to get the win. And barely. It's not even like it was an easy win. It was a hard-fought fucking win. And they're about to get the W. And Mudman does some... like You would think Mudman was the protagonist of his own show. And you just weren't watching that show. Because he did some shit that was like, wow, that was kind of like a Deku moment. And because of that, they draw it. So after all that shit that they went through... And maybe that's why it's so generic of a title, just match three conclusion, because it ended up being a draw where both neither side wins. And thanks to Mud Mudman is the fucking MVP of that fucking team. Cause no one else carried their weight the same way. The drill guy kinda did. The drill guy slowed down eating enough so that 
what Mudman did at the end prevented Ida from escaping. Like he just he was a he was a hair slow or a hair too slow to not get caught by something Mudman does at the end. And even like there's a blue ball moment where Todoroki goes full endeavor and you think he's gonna finally do the prominence burn that you know they were kind of hinting at uh, since last episode. But fucking between Mudman and uh, Metal well, Guy, which made me wonder even when they teased that, I was like. He can't do that on the kids. Like, he's going to fucking kill him. <laughs> well, he was fighting the metal guy that was like, he Leave was able still. to endure. Like, what is- oh, wait, you didn't do that part yet. So when he turns up the heat really hot, the metal guy is just completely immune to fire and ice. Oh, because I was like, wouldn't he just melt? <laughs> yeah, no, he's, he just heats up his, his, uh, his metal so that he can't even use ice on him because his metal is still hot. So he becomes, it's like, he, it's basically Todoroki's kryptonite. Class 1B's been good about pairing off against people they know their powers are direct counter to. So even Mudman and Ida, it's the same type of thing. Like Literally, everybody on 1B is somebody on 1A's kryptonite. And it's smart. It's smart strategy. So you can't really get mad at them, but you're more impressed that these characters that you thought were just going to be washouts are able to actually hold their own. Um, so by the time the match ends and it's blue balls, because we don't get to see a, conc- a true conclusion with Todoroki using his full power, it's literally a moment where it's like, oh, your your ability is able to counter mine? Well, here's my true ability! And right before he actually gets it off, he gets hit in the back of the head and gets knocked out. It's like, no! <laughs> Todoroki, why? <laughs> and then you think Ida's going to save him. Like, all right, well, he's going to get him. He's, he's going to get the win, and we're still going to win. And then my man does some bullshit, and it's like, ah, tie, bullshit. <laughs> Uh, and then even you think I, mean, I guess they had to have because class A won one round class B won one round then they gotta have a tie the next round yeah and now it's all up to Bakugo and his team and if Bakugo loses it's gonna be fucking hell so you gotta assume Bakugo is gonna be the team to win but part of me kinda wants I want him to, I want his team to lose humble him a little bit yeah humble him a little bit cause apparently they haven't said why but the girl that's the leader of their team is apparently a beast but they haven't said what her quirk oh, class, is anything. class 1B yeah they, the I want the the I forgot his name the the guy that's like an asshole on Class One B. He's like, oh, Baka goes on their team, but we've got this girl and she's gonna be the one to beat him. So it's gotta be another thing where her power counters Baka goes somehow. I'm wondering because I mean it's not like they haven't fought Class One B before. <laughs> so but they never got paired up this way. No, no, yeah. they haven't. Um, but to conclude the the match three, it was a thing where Todoroki's down, Ida's down, and basically everybody's down except for Shoji. And because Karate Guy got beat because he's fucking trash and didn't, he didn't carry his weight at all. What is it? What what can he do? Nothing. <laughs> he's garbage. The fucking um, the the girl with the the cow girl with the horns. She was the MVP of that team too. She actually is the reason why I drawed because she with her with her horns she was able to um protect the people that were knocked out on her team and also uh keep Todoroki away from Shoji. So Shoji, because Shoji can't fly, she's able to go into the air and just wait there until the time ran out for the match. So oh, I don't remember there being a time limit. There was like a 20-minute time limit. Oh. So basically, they ran the clock out, and Shoji couldn't do anything because he just had multi-arm powers. And I'm like, you fucking, you guys suck. <laughs> but yeah, no, that was basically it. But just the fact that the cow girl, like the cow horn girl... Was able to literally be the 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 uh, the anchor for their team. I'm like, I never would have guessed that the weird cowgirl horn girl was gonna be something of like be a, be a problem for this team. Yeah, be better than fucking tell. I don't even know his name. <laughs> I don't even know his name. That's sad. That I don't. 
tail guy. <laughs> but yeah, that's basically just of it. It was, it was Blue Balls the episode. Part of me is like, I feel like, why, why do I feel like that would be me in this world? Like, I would get the worst, worst power the ever. Tail? Yeah. <laughs> a furry tail. Everybody else gets like cosmic powers and you get like a tail. Yeah. A tail with a little bit of fur on the end. <laughs> but that was basically it. I mean, I would give it, I guess, I guess a perfect bit. It was still a good episode. But it did leave me unsatisfied. But I guess that was also kind of like they even put it in the mouths of the other characters, where it was like, "Oh, that was so unsatisfying." And it was like, "All right, that was kind of the point. I get it now." But still, like, eh, god damn it. <laughs> and at the end, it's like a thing where you know everybody's got good team spirit and was like, "Yeah, we've got to improve, and we'll improve too." Respect, respect. So at least they have that like, uh, what's it called, camaraderie. Team spirit. Team spirit. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> but yeah, that's it for My Academia. That was quick. Anything else? I guess you can't add anything since you didn't see it. I was going to say, what am I adding? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, let's just run the news. We are moving through this episode. Two-hour episode. News uh, of Michael. She's the Black Iron Man, but she's not Tony Stark. They just don't want their characters, quote-unquote. I can call you a nigga. You better not. If he says that shit to you, his ass on Instagram. I don't want to hand me down. I don't want any gay things. It's all straight and white. What's going down? Michael News. Let's start with Fear Street. We're all cursed. The witch is real. She put a curse on Shady Side. She's been possessing people, turning them into killers to take revenge on the town. It happens to Shady Side over and over. Bad things happen here. You can't stop her. Your best chance is to run from this place. Hello? Hello? Fear Street, the teenage Goosebumps. Did you, you didn't read Fear Street as a kid? No, I read Goosebumps, but I never heard of Fear Street. I didn't read all of Goosebumps. I read it like here and I think I read maybe like two, three Goosebumps books. Oh, I used to collect Goosebumps books. Um, but Fear Street was, I, and I, but I didn't collect Fear Street or even really read Fear Street, but I didn't know of it. So, I, but what I knew about it, it was the teenager version of Goosebumps. So it was like a little bit darker, but it wasn't like one story. So part of me is like, eh, well, this is part of Goosebumps. It's not going to be bloody. I don't want But it's a teenage Goosebumps, so it might not, be more gory. It's not going to be any kids dying. Huh? Oh, my God. <laughs> is it all? It's three parts. And I like that they're releasing it on Netflix once every week, three different movies. But is it all um, one makes story? me wonder. I'm like, so is Netflix moving away from? Well, I mean, I guess maybe not because Castlevania came out all in one. Honestly, they should move away from the binge uh, format. Just because it, it, I think so too. But then at the same time, it's like Netflix started that whole binge model. Yeah, kind of got like like same thing I mentioned before. It's like expectations. Yeah, but see, at Castlevania, it's gonna be there, here and gone in a couple of weeks, just because it's it's hard to even be like, what? How much have you seen? What did you see? Did you finish it yet? Like it's hard to even talk about it. That's why it's harder for it to spread and you know social media and stuff like that. But something like this, I'm like, I, my one thing is, is it gonna be one story? Over three parts. Well, that's what it that's what it seemed like. It said one. It said in the trailer, one yeah. killer or whatever. Three different eras. Yeah, which is weird because I thought Fear Street was like an anthology, kind of like Goosebumps. I didn't think it was only about one thing. Well, it could still be an anthology and be about. But if it's about the same killer through three different time periods. 
but he's killing different people. <laughs> is that still an anthology or just a continuation of like the same story? It's like Friday the 13th, 1, 2, and 3. I'm sure there's different people. That's not even true. They, no, they did, yeah, they had different people. Yeah, they had different people. Yeah. So it's not an anthology, though. <laughs> it's anthology. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm interested in it. I, I definitely will watch that just because I know of the original source material to some extent. Not well, even name only, really, but uh, still, it's got the name recognition. I mean, I'll watch, I'm gonna watch it. Period. Yeah, it's I'm just the like, I want more blood. You don't even know what, you don't know how much blood is in it. I don't, but you said as soon as you said goosebumps, I'm like, oh, it's probably not gonna be. But like I said, that was the kid uh, horror stuff. This is more like teenagers. Teenagers, like when I was a kid, and I was reading Goosebumps. My older cousins were reading Fear Street, and they were like 13 to 16. Okay, well. Speaking of Fear Street, let's talk about Scarecrow with his fear toxins. Because mm. he's more than likely going to be in The Long Halloween. Oh, yeah. Part two trailer release. Can't have Halloween without Scarecrow. No. <laughs> Where'd you find them? You're not going to like it. When you were coming up, I wouldn't have thought to hire freaks. Times change. It's hard to believe the man who stood on this roof and made that promise would cross the line. Everyone's invited to this party. <laughs> twinkle, twinkle, little bat. How I wonder what you're... <laughs> what is this? Judgment Day. But why is there a part two trailer and part one's not even out yet? <laughs> that was we both watched it and we're like, wait, did the first one come out yet? <laughs> That's so weird. I don't understand that that logic. Yeah, then that, it said, oh, marketing. part two's not coming out till later this year, so why not release a, another trailer for part one? Yeah, after part one comes out. Isn't that how marketing works? I don't. Yeah, that's like releasing a trailer for Endgame before Infinity War. It's like, yeah, wait, what? <laughs> but even worse, I haven't seen the movie <laughs> because this is literally called Halloween, Long Halloween, Long Halloween Part One. So it's not like I wasn't assuming there'd be a part two. <laughs> it's like, oh, they gotta know there's a part two coming. I'm like, yeah, I assume that because it was called Part One. <laughs> I don't know, but I mean, it still looks. Uh, the an- I said this when we were watching. The animation reminds me of the uh, what you said. The Archer. Name? Yeah, Archer. Yeah. Like better animated Archer. Part two looks more interesting than part one does. And I feel like it's because part two has more of the rogues gallery, uh, the Batman's rogues gallery doing more. I mean, part one is probably the setup. The mob and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, so long as they stay true to the comic. Yeah, I'm down for it still. Yeah, I'm down for it. I'm, I'm not sure how I feel about the voice actor. <laughs> not, not that it sounds terrible. It's not terrible, but I'm just like, I don't know. I'm like... The voice coming out of Batman's mouth, I'm like, it sounds a little weird. Mm. Is it anybody's done Batman voice before? Or is it a new person? I think it's a new person. Oh. Mm. Just get Kevin Conroy. He's not doing nothing. Let him, no, let him do Batman forever. He's probably tired of it. It's like, I'm sick of doing that shit. Why? <laughs> like, who okay, cares? Like, collect some money. Yeah. I would never get tired of a role like that if I was that. But, uh, what? What's the next trailer? Oh. What? <laughs> so, yeah, let's talk about. Another trailer where Jordan Jordan talked about how he's never he hasn't really cried that much this year. Yeah. Well, he's definitely gonna cry from this movie. I would bet 
all of my Dogecoin profits, which I don't I don't have any. So <laughs> all my doggy coins. It's Dogecoin. Fuck doggy. It's doggy is D-O-G-G-Y. Um, but yeah, Dear Evan Hansen, which is coming out in theaters on September 24th. Even when the dark comes crashing through. Connor's mother and stepfather are here to see you. When you need a friend to carry you. Connor wanted you to have this. And when you're broken on the ground. Dear Evan Hansen, he wrote it to you. His last words. Connor took his own life. He won. I'm sorry Connor didn't write this. No, no, no. Please. It's this you will be found. And we didn't think Connor had any friends. I mean, you really gonna tell these people that the only thing they have left of their son is a letter that you wrote to yourself? So, you and Connor, tell us something, please. Right, um, I started talking and you couldn't stop. They didn't want me to stop. I'm putting together a memorial service. If you wanted to do something, Connor showed me that, that I wasn't alone. Nobody is. So let that lonely feeling wash away. Maybe there's a reason to believe you'll be okay. I didn't know that you were hurting. when you don't feel strong enough to stand. A lot of people feel like us. You can reach, reach out your hand. People started sharing it. It's everywhere. I don't understand what happened. You did. You don't know how much you've given my family and me. You will be found. Mm. Uh, three days before my birthday. Yeah. So, yeah, Jordan's going to cry. Yeah, I was. I'm, I'm probably gonna cry because I cried in the Broadway play. Oh my god! I, I, was, I, like was, I saw. I want I, this. This was actually one of the rare Broadway plays that I'm like, I would totally watch this again with different actors playing Evan Hansen. Oh really? Yeah. I mean, just that trailer was getting me emotional from the song lyrics. And I'm like, oh no, it's 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 like uh, Greatest Showman all over again. It's hitting me right in my feels. It knows exactly the words to put in the it's right even, sequence. It's even better. It's even better. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Yeah, I've given up. The only thing I will say, though, I'm like, you got Ben Platt. Granted, you, you wanted to do that because he was the original actor on Broadway. I'm like, Ben Platt's pushing 30, and you got him in high school. <laughs> oh, that's the guy that was in the play, too? The, the lead, yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah that was, he that looks was, like a, a high school dork, though. Like, I didn't even think he, about that. Nah, he looked... I didn't think he was, like, 18, but I was thinking maybe, like, mid-low 20s. They, they changed up his hair a little bit, but, like, Ben... Let me look it up. Yeah, Ben Platt's 27. Okay, I think he, he pulls it off well for a 27-year-old. He's got a very gangly, geeky, lanky look, so I think it works. Because they changed his hair. But yeah, I've, I've given up trying to resist you when it comes to um, musicals. And I'm like, no, that's stupid. I don't want to watch that. Every time you suggest or say that you like a musical, I end up loving it. So I'm just like, you know what? You say you're, If you say you cried in it, then I know I'm going to cry in it. I got a little misty watching the trailer. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hyped for this. I'll totally check it out. Because so, I heard good things about the play, too. Same thing for uh, Hamilton. But I was just like, eh, plays, whatever. And I ended up fucking, Hamilton's one of my favorite movie or plays ever, or musicals ever, so I'm totally into it. And I mean, uh, apparently people on Twitter, I mean, uh, people on Twitter, because Ben Platt tweeted it, but he was talking about the people being jerks about the thing, about the trailer, because they're like, cause same thing like I said, but being idiots about it. What do you mean? Just about his age. Like, you don't look like you're supposed to be in high school. <laughs> you're too old. <laughs> yeah. So what did he say? He said, to the randos being jerks about age, read this article and or 
watch Grease. Grease. I mean, they're all adults. <laughs> a yeah. lot of adults. I mean, most shows and movies don't cast actual high school age people to yeah. play high school. It makes it harder even behind the scenes with production. Yeah, because then you got to follow. Uh, they can't work as long. So then that means that it extends the production times, so yeah. which means it's more money. Yeah. So, especially if he was the guy in the original play, let him and do then it. also like even with, even with like high school kids, they still talk about sex and things like that. But it'd be a little weird to do that with like an actual fourteen-year-old. Yes, <laughs> for sure. Because yeah, like think about again, Buffy. She was dating Angel. She was sixteen, dating a two hundred-year-old. You know, it's funny. I never even thought about that. But Sarah Michelle Gellar was like nineteen. That's why was, I didn't think about it. Yeah. But yeah, she was in high school. You're right. Grown ass man. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm hyped for this though. Yes. The music, even in the trailer, sounds great. I even, love that song. Even when the dark comes crashing through, when you need a friend to carry you, when you're broken on the ground, you will be found, Jordan. See, that's that's great. That's you great will, lyrics. You will be found. He's touching me. <laughs> Wait, I, uh, I just made that up. It's not part of the music. Is that part of the music? No, it is. You should write. Uh, wait. Uh, with the who. Is it the same? Is it Lin 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 Win Manuel Miranda? First of all, I don't know. I don't know who that is. But how do you say his name? No, Jordan. Lin Manuel Miranda did not write every single musical. I don't know. I'm new to this musical world. He did Hamilton and In the Heights. Okay. Wait, did In the Heights ever come out? it was supposed to come out last year, but coronavirus supposed to now it's coming out in June. Okay. Well, I also know he wrote some songs from Moana, so it seems like so. The musicals I love the most, he's written a lot of them, so I'm like, oh shit, okay. And what can I say except you're welcome? That was him. And why am I drawing a blank? Did you like he wrote, in the he, he wrote Mary he wrote songs for Mary the new Mary Poppins movie. I didn't see it though. I didn't see that either. Oh wait, oh you didn't see it in the Heights, you mean? No, I didn't see it in the Heights. Oh, okay. Uh but I do plan on seeing the movie. Well, I do too. And the in the heights came out when I was still in Florida at college. So got you, got you. But I, I do have the uh, in the heights soundtrack because you know I'm a Broadway girl. <laughs> I try to see not last year, obviously coronavirus. Not this year, obviously coronavirus. <laughs> like things that are only just starting to open, and yeah. I'm unemployed. But I usually try to go see four Broadway shows a year. Why specifically four? Because I don't want to spend too much money. Oh, <laughs> I know. Let me hit a reason for four. No, it's just I'm like it's I not think, even just one. It's four. No, I'm like I feel like four is a good. Like you see, more, it's more than one, but it's not like because Broadway's fucking expensive. Yeah, I know. Trust <laughs> me. So I feel I feel like four is a good sweet spot. So when Hamilton was out, but that's like, also Neh. like me working overnight. That's also another reason why. Even in 2019, I didn't really go. I I saw like maybe one or two in 2019, but like it's damn near impossible when I work overnight because mm. like. Most Broadway shows start at seven or eight, and then most Broadway shows go for at least three hours. Yeah, I gotta go to work. Yeah, so fuck overnight. Just, just <laughs> say you'll be a little bit late. I mean, I could do that, but yeah, yeah I don't. Know. <laughs> I'm watching my annual play, people. <laughs> one of four. Because it won't be a little bit late. I wouldn't be getting there to damn near. Like one. One. No, if it starts at I said seven. If it starts at seven or eight. Yeah. I would get. I, I wouldn't really get out till maybe like eleven. That's when my shift starts. Then oh, I, gotta, I thought your shift started at twelve. Never then I got to commute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah. Uh, speaking of shift starting, I don't know. That's not a good segue. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, a Rick speaking and, of segues, <laughs> a Rick and Morty spinoff has been announced by what? Adult Swim, 
And it is The Vindicators. Seriously? Yes. That's so fucking... I just watched that episode with my girlfriend. Why? They're all dead, except for the, apparently, the chick. Apparently, well, I, was gonna, I guess maybe it's a prequel. <laughs> what the fuck? We are thrilled to work with Rick and Morty Universe again. And these shorts, they're shorts. Okay, they're are shorts, all right. An incredible opportunity to explore what happens in the aftermath of Vindicators saving the worlds. Mm. Bless you. Thank you. I mean, I guess I'm down for it. Same world, Rick and Morty, same writers. I mean, why not? And the shorts, too, is now giving me a whole series unto itself. That's probably smarter. But also, uh, something that is getting a whole series to itself for kids. For kids. On HBO Max. Okay. My Adventures with Superman. Uh, with uh, Jack Quaid voicing Clark Kent. That's uh, what's-his-face from The Boys. The one with the uh, girlfriend that got killed by a-, a Train. Oh, the main guy. Yeah, the main guy. I can't think Huey. of his name. Yeah, Huey. Yeah. Dewey and Louie. <laughs> but yeah, he's voicing Clark Kent. And it's already got a two-season order. And uh, My Adventures with Superman catches up with 20-somethings Clark Kent the bright and driven Lois Lane, and their best friend Jimmy Olsen as they begin to discover who they are and everything they can accomplish together as an investigative reporting team at the Daily Planet. And this is a kid's show on HBO Max? Yes. What? And Jimmy Olsen looks like Mr. Terrific. <laughs> yeah. I just, the, the little bit yeah. I saw of it online, people, yeah, I saw it. People were already complaining about like, oh, race swapping Jimmy, blah, 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 blah. But we've done this, guys. Supergirl. Yeah, the only difference McCall is Brooks. the only difference is this Jimmy has hair. Yes, <laughs> it looks like a twink. Yes, wow. <laughs> I, I just think it's all diversity points because even Lois looks like olive skin she for some tan- reason. She looks pretty tan. Yeah, I'm sure she's not Hispanic. I'm no, sure she's, she's definitely not Hispanic. Yeah, they they just don't want everybody to be that same shade of white. They're like, let's try and mix it up a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like <laughs> it's just getting to a point where I'm just like. Come we're, on, come we're on, too guys. old, bro. Come on, guys. Not well, not even that, but just the the thing. Like, come on, guys. Like, what? Give me something. Like, give me something else. If you have a problem, if if you have a problem with the fact that your property has no diversity, then fucking put a character that's actually diverse. Like, why are you still hitting the same exact fucking bullet points that we've been hitting over and over again for years? The reason I'm not excited about this is I've seen Lois Clark Kent and Jimmy Olsen how we many times? Have, we literally have a show out right now called Superman and Lois. Yeah, I'm like, how many fucking times are we going to see these characters? I don't need to see Jimmy bumbling around Clark and Lois being a strong, independent woman. And you know, I mean, we've seen it. We've seen it. Do something different. Why not give us a Black Lightning show? Animated Black Lightning. Uh, how about a new Static Shock animated? You know what I mean? Like There are other DC properties I would like no, to see. That's, how about Blue Beetle? It's too diverse. Make a Blue Beetle show. That's too diverse. That's different. That's too diverse. Too different? Yeah. You have DC Power Rangers in Blue Beetle. have a show with Jaime Reyes? What? You can't do that. <laughs> give him a Black Jimmy Olsen. That's no, good enough. No, they're going to do Blue Beetle. They're going to do Ted Cord, the white guy. Oh, my God. You can have both. You can have and him then, be the mentor. And they're gonna have Ted. They're gonna have Ted Cord, and then they're gonna have uh uh what's his I, what the fuck is his name? Uh, Booster Gold. Booster Gold. There we go. Yeah. I was like they they're gonna make Booster Gold black. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> Booster Black. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was just like bro, we've we've seen this. Oh shit, Modok came out. Did you watch Modok? No, I didn't watch. Modoc. I heard it was good. Didn't check it out though. But uh, speaking of diversity. They're doing another Batman series, and they actually cast a bat as Batman. No, they didn't. It's I'm just, like, what? It's just, it's just the ears. <laughs> oh, I hate the ears so yeah, much. Yeah, I hate the animation. 
Batman Cape Crusader. That's like yeah. super classic Batman. And uh, from Bruce Tim and J.J. Abrams Uh-oh. and Matt Reeves. Uh-oh. Who's doing the, uh, the uh, whatchamacallit, Batman series with uh, Twilight Guy. I can't think of his name. Robert Pattinson. Uh, the Batman. Yeah, The Batman. And it's also going to be from Warner Brothers. Uh, Cape Crusader is expected to bring an all-new reimagining of the Batman mythos with the help of three powerhouse executive producers. Batman the Animated animated Series alum Bruce Timm, legendary director and producer J.J. Abrams, and the Batman director Matt Reeves. And I'm just like, this is exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. It's like, Superman, Lois, Hmm. we're doing another Batman series. Like, we've seen it. Yeah, meanwhile, it's like, Vixen. Or Jessica Cruz. John Stewart Green Lantern. John Stewart Green Lantern. Zat- Kyle Rayner Green Lantern. Yeah. There's a million other Green Lanterns. Zatanna. Yeah. Fucking Blue Beetle. I'll take Steel at this point. Yeah. <laughs> like, goddamn. Like, like even the freaking like, Nightwing solo series. Yeah, something different. Yeah, something like... It's always Batman and Superman, Batman and Superman, Batman and Superman, Batman and Superman. And it's not to say I don't like Batman and Superman. I do. Yeah. But fucking, like, I'm over it. There's only not, s- over, not over it, but like, come on, guys. There's only so many ways you can crack that egg, you know what I mean? And we keep doing it the same ways. Like, if you're going to, like, I keep saying. But no, they're going to make like, it different. The fucking Catwoman is going to be what up? Catwoman is going to be Asian. Just like in... Oh, it's good enough. Yeah, just like in the Batman. They cast a black black Jim Gordon and a black Catwoman. And more than likely, if Jim Gordon is black, his daughter has to be black, right? So so Batgirl, if they introduce Barbara Gordon, she's going to be black. How about a new take on Batman Beyond where... But we combine it with Batwing and make it about Lucius Fox's son... Even that, like, give, yeah, yeah, some do, different, do, like, yeah, do, a different entryway, yeah, a different entryway into the same thing, but at least it's a different entryway. Even an animated Batwoman. Uh, granted, you know, we have the problems with the mm. show, but <laughs> we have problems with the show. Yeah. But usually, they do better with animated animation because then they're also not uh, tied. Their hands aren't tied in terms of what they can and can't do, and they can actually be a little bit more comic accurate. Yeah. And the animation. I'll take any of that over the shit that we keep getting. I don't yeah, need like even six anima- more Batman animated reboots. Aquaman series. Like, I would even take that. Not even interested in that, but I'll take even that. <laughs> yeah, Throne of Atlantis was pretty good. Yeah, Throne of Atlantis was good. And yeah. that was Justice League. Yeah. So I'm talking about just Aquaman. Yeah. But it was pulling from the Aquaman comics at the time, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm just like, yeah, I mean, whatever. I'm not... I'm Aqualad! Like, yeah. we never got a Jackson uh, Jackson Hyde Aqualad story. We've gotten Calderon. Yeah, but I'm like, I'm not that, I'm not interested in this. <laughs> yeah, me either. Even the art style, like, right off the bat, I'm just like, eh. Old school Batman, too? Like, I don't even like that version of Batman. The stupid looking ears. But speaking of... But, but, but something I am interested in is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Okay. And they uh, finally revealed who the villain or... Oh, they did. It's not like official, but rumored details of who the villain is going to be okay. in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. And it's going to be Shuma Garath. So, Tentacle Monster. Yes, Tentacle Monsters. Tentacle Monster and or Hen- Cthulhu. Hentai. Yeah. <laughs> and so, with that, and the way America Chavez is going to get into the, into the picture is Shuma Garath has his sights set on America Chavez because he wants to use her powers to... Uh, completely control the MCU's multiverse. Oh, so she's uh, like the the plot device of that story? Based on the based on the rumor, yeah. Oh. 
Because I'm thinking about it. I mean, I guess because I'm like, I guess that makes sense because part of her power set is she can jump, she can hop through the multiverse. Yeah. Please change your name. I never liked her name being America. <laughs> like, it's just so I mean, it is, it is not even just that, but it's weird in the sense that her name is America, but she's not from America. That's even weirder. She's not even from Earth. She's from the utopian parallel. So, like, why is her name America Chavez? Even that, like, she's not from Earth, but she's also Puerto Rican. It's like Hulkling. It reminds me of too much of, like, Captain America. Same thing with Hulkling and Hulk. It's yeah, just, I mean, even she kind of has, like... Yeah, she's, she looks like she's got Captain America colorings on her. Yeah, but it's weird also because she's, she's Puerto Rican, but... I guess it's kind of similar color scheme, Puerto Rico and an American flag. But how is she Puerto Rican if she's not from... From Earth. Earth. <laughs> is there a Puerto Rico on the yeah. Utopia parallel? I guess. I don't know. I guess. I don't know. That's weird. I know she was adopted by a Puerto Rican family, but even when she came to, when she came to Earth, she spoke Spanish. I'm hoping what they do is make her a little girl, so she's just a plot device. Well, uh, the actress is only like 14. There you go. Perfect. We, now we have like a protect the little girl scenario, which, is, which, which works. The little girl is the one. Protect the one. But I still find it weird. Grant, Shuma Garath is a fucking beast. But at the same time, with what they did with Wanda, I'm like, so based on this, because I'm like, Wanda has to be the villain, right? Because I'm like, if you got Doctor Strange and Wanda on the same team, I don't care who you make the threat. There's what? no threat. Is this Shuma Garath powerful? I he, he is, was, but like, cosmic. like, so is Wanda. <laughs> yeah, but it's just still, they can they scale him up, make him strong enough to be a, a match for Doctor Strange and Wanda together. You know, they change power levels. Mm-hmm. And especially if, if the whole premise is he's like so powerful, he's trying to take over the multiverse. That's higher than even Dormammu, what he was trying to do. Dormammu was just chilling. He was just like, yeah, <laughs> open the gateway, I'll destroy and shit. Says, and then Scarlet Witch would likely use uh, America Chavez's power to find Billy and Tommy. That makes sense. They so were on set, so. So, yeah, I mean. Cause Get I'm like, my kids back! <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, I guess. You little poor Ricky bitch. Because I was like, would this be a way of getting them to come, they're older? But then I'm like... They were still kids when they... Yeah, they were still kids, but get different actors. Because I'm also like... Because they make it obvious that they're doing like Young Avengers, but you have Hawkeye who's in her 20s. The actress, she's in her 20s. Yeah. Uh, Prodigy, or Patriot, he's in his 20s. Um, Why am I drawing a blank all of a sudden? Fuck. Patriot? You think he's going to be on that team? He's on he's on the Young Avengers. Yeah, yeah, but I mean MCU right now, he's just a guy. Like he's not even like <laughs> Yeah, but that doesn't mean uh, okay. It'd be so weird. Later, later I, on. I can't imagine going or, to him or, for or as anything. Of right now, or as of right now, we think we don't know if he has the super soldier serum from his grandfather. Because mm. they didn't talk about it. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of a segue to him for him actually to become part of a team. Like, I, I let's, mean, we gotta go find the guy that no one knows about and get his nephew. <laughs> I mean, but you can say that about all of them. Like, nobody knows about uh, how do, how do you, how did they find Kate Bishop? I mean, and, he's got a direct connection to Hawkeye. And even with that, even with the, the current connection to Hawkeye, how did the other young Avengers know about her? I don't know. At least she's connected to an Avenger. It's the same thing with Billy and Tommy. They connect to a direct line to an Avenger. Yeah, but they were also made up, and all the people that know about her are the people that were that's, in the hex. That's true too. That's true too. <laughs> so like, how do they all? I'm like, how do they all come together? Mm. And it's gotta be a thing that's like not big enough that the Avengers need to be called. But it's like we need the baby Avengers. That, that's also something I was wondering about too. Because in the comic, the Avengers were disbanded. Uh. That's why the Young Avengers formed. They were like, well, we need, we still need superheroes. Yeah. So words we like the Avengers. Let's jump. Let's form our own team. Yeah, but this—I mean, I guess 
Maybe you just kind of do the same thing because there's not really any Avengers anymore. Mm. We're gonna be the team team. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yeah, I'm still I'm still excited for Doctor Strange. But I'm but, but going back to what I was saying, like I'm wondering how the like the dynamic because most of the young Avengers that they've cast so for Cassie Lang, all they're all older. I but wouldn't then you mind got America Chavez. She's like 14. You wouldn't mind ranges in age. No, because then I feel no. like it's Teen Titans, and I don't. I don't know if I like Young Raven. But but if they're all like twenty plus or in the twenties, then they're 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 barely Young Avengers. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, they're young in quotes if you compare it to RDJ being fifty. Yeah, they, they <laughs> might not be. They they might be older in age, but they're Young Avengers. Yeah, but I, when I see words like young or teen, I want to see the actual. Like well, younger. they're not called Teen Avengers. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, I want some kids in this team. <laughs> you mean Miss Marvel? Yeah, right. Miss Marvel and Miles Morales, if he's in it. Yeah, but they're on the champions, and that's an actual like teenage mm. teen. Like, but based based on the, it seems like they're kind of merging. Young Avengers, the and Young Champions. Avengers, and the Champions. The Champions doesn't have a big enough brand pull. <laughs> Champions, because like, like Iron... it's not marketable. <laughs> yeah, because it seems like they're putting, they're gonna put Ironheart on the, because she's not on the Young Avengers, she's I mean, on Champions. That's a really and even her, like the actress that they cast for that, like Riri Williams in the comics is like fifteen, but yeah. the actress Dominique's something, she's like in her twenties as well. I mean, even the name Champions doesn't sound very marketable. It's so generic. <laughs> Who are you? We're the champions. It's like, what? Because We're the you heroes. Got that, you got that song? We are the champions, my friend. I mean, yeah, but it's just like, yeah, we're the heroes. That's our name. What's your superhero team name? Superheroes? <laughs> we're the superheroes. <laughs> but, uh, speaking of, uh, having a marketable name, well, Fast and Furious has a marketable name because every movie fucking makes money. Mm-hmm. But uh, right now, based on uh, the Rotten Tomato score so far for Fast and Furious have come out. It only has five reviews thus far, but it's sitting at a 60% for does Fast it, and Furious. Does it even matter? <laughs> and does it, it, would any rating deter or surprise you? Like, I wouldn't be like, oh my God. Yeah, if, if it had 100%, I would be surprised. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Oh, like, it, it could be 30%. I'd be like, okay, yeah, all right. It's Fast and Furious. So. <laughs> but also, uh, the rating, rating for Quiet Place has been released as well. And this has a little bit more reviewers, 29. Okay. But it's sitting at a 90% right now. That makes more sense to me. So. All right. So I'm hyped for that. Ready to risk my life this Sunday to watch this movie. Even I'm still, I mean, whatever. I don't really pay attention that much to Rotten Tomato scores anymore. It's all just opinions. It don't really matter. It's really just to get a general idea of what the general perception. Yeah, that's are. generally what I look at it for. I'm like, am I gonna like this or am I gonna hate it? That's yeah. really what what I do. But speaking of general opinions, an opinion I need to form for myself because the general opinion is this movie's fucking great. Mm. But it was announced that John Boyega is returning for back to his original roots. And they're making a sequel to Attack on the Block, Attack on the Block, or oh, Attack the Block, whatever the fuck. Yeah, I think it's Attack the Block. Yeah, it's Attack the Block. Yeah, I like that movie. It was good. A very that that was a great example of taking a generic premise and elevating it with the concepts. Even the monster design was interesting. Like the fact that they came from space and their camouflage, just like um, what's it called, absolute blackness. You said what's it called? I, don't, I just said I didn't see it. <laughs> Oh, you didn't see Attack the Block? No. Oh, brr, half listening. I thought you said you saw it. Um, but basically, the monsters were like just dark. 
Like it was just a a it's mess. No, kind of, <laughs> kind of. It's like the same thing you say about a black person in a room where you, all you see is their teeth. Same thing. I mean, they said that shit about Black Panther. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, so sleepy, so dark. Um, but yeah, they're just like masses of like black fur. But you know, it's a real thing, right? Like it's called absolute black. That's like it's it's a black that is so black that no light. Like if you hit with a flashlight, it absorbs the light. A black hole. It's not that. It's not that black. <laughs> That's like a vortex of whatever. But no, it's like there's actually a if you paint there's a, there's a black that if you paint something that color, and like you were to like shine a light over it, it doesn't give any bounce or any like even when you put light in on, on like a black surface, you can still see the light on that surface. But it, this is so black that no light can reflect on it. So it's like ultimate black. So that real concept was applied to these monsters, and it's just interesting. But not ultimate Goku black. No, he's more of like a dark Goku, not really a black Goku. <laughs> but yeah, the movie was good. I, I I recommend it if you haven't seen it. Well, speaking of recommending things, a lot of people recommend the Dune franchise, and people are super excited about it coming out this year. Oh yeah. Well, uh, it seems like Warner Brothers and HBO Max is walking back their whole. Oh, we're going to release all of our properties on in theaters this year. Are you serious? Seems like they're walking it back, at least with for Dune. Mm. And so now, right now, so they're saying that Dune is not going to go to HBO Max. It's going to be uh, exclusively, exclusively theaters? for theaters. See, I'm saying with this vaccination bullshit. Yeah, Everybody's I'm like, like, I feel like if they're doing that for that, they're probably going to do that for. Uh, that's the test. I mean, they're doing this for. Uh, they're doing it for a choir place too. Like they're not giving out screeners for a choir place. Really? There, you have to. You have to actually go to the movie theater. There's not going to be any release online at all? No. Wow, this is the test. Eventually, it's going to go to Paramount+. Plus. Eventually. But in terms of, like, screeners or, you know, seeing the movie beforehand, yeah. like, no, you have to go to the theaters. See, these are, excellent. I keep saying, these are the tests. Yeah. If these do well, then every, you're going to start seeing a rollout of every other theater or every other movie being like, yeah, we're going to go back to theater exclusive one month release for theaters, some bullshit like that. They'll, they'll find a way. Partially, I hope that it doesn't do that well. <laughs> I, I, I'm a believer in the option. I think people should have the option. I don't think they should fuck capitalism. I'm tired of them fucking prioritizing money over health. And it's just another way they're doing it. Yeah, I agree. Because also with that, like, I mean, we'll see. But like, Army of both... Because Army, Army of the Dead released in theaters this weekend. And so does Spiral. It released in Chris, theaters this weekend? Yeah. Oh. But it's oh, going this weekend. It's, it's, yeah, this pa- well, no, this past weekend. Oh, I didn't even know that. Not oh. this upcoming weekend. Oh. Last weekend. Oh, shit. But, uh, so it released in theaters the last weekend, but it's coming to Netflix next weekend. <laughs> but, so with that... They gave uh, it a release window. Both are so Army... Spiral, I don't think it's coming to... What? Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, Siri. Uh, yeah, okay, okay. Uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll have that setting on alert. See, so this is know. what I'm talking about. Love this robots right here. Uh, this, yeah, is the, this is the beginning. It's, it's gonna start, yeah. <laughs> Back you bot. <laughs> <laughs> this is your life now. <laughs> But uh, yeah, talking about the test. So yeah, Army of the Dead and Spiral both flopped at the box office this weekend. So, oh, they flopped. Yeah, they flopped. Good, fuck them. <laughs> Which I mean, it's too soon. I don't know. I mean, I heard people say Spiral was okay, but Army of the Dead was actually good. Oh, you liked it? Yeah, I loved it. Did you watch Dawn of the Dead? No, I didn't see Dawn of the Dead. Fuck you. What but the fuck? I don't, need, I don't need to see it because Zack Snyder said it's not a sequel. Okay, all right. <laughs> It has the same name, but they don't have anything to do with each other. Okay. But 
So I don't think it's because of the quality. Because most people that have seen, that did go see uh, the Army of the Dead in theaters, mm. um, they said they loved it. Because who the fuck? And, Unless you're the hardcore and, audience. And, and yeah, and, and a movie like that, I would have loved to have seen in theaters. But I'm still not, like I said, I'm not going to the movies. Mm, 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 mm. So I, I got, I'm glad I got my screener. See, thank, you're the hardcore audience. Thank, thank you, Netflix. <laughs> yeah, but see, you're the hardcore audience. Even you wouldn't want to go see that in theaters. So it's like, and I you mean, recommend it. I mean, I do want to see it in theaters, but I'm not seeing it in theaters. <laughs> but I'm just saying, that's, what I'm, that's my point. Like, it's, it's too soon. Yeah, it's too soon. I don't understand this. Oh, I do understand. Money. Money, 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 money. But yeah, but yeah, underperformed. So. Producers would step on your fucking neck if it gave you gave them an extra dollar in their pocket. That's fucked up. But yeah, they were expecting for Spiral to generate at least ten million, but it got eight point seven. And uh, Army of the Dead brought in. Uh, <laughs> it's got Chris Rock. <laughs> Should have made all the money. But yeah, Army of the Dead was expected to bring in 1.5 million to 2 million, and it made 780,000. Mm, everything went below their estimations. And I don't know how many uh, theaters it opened in, but that's kind of crazy because Saw made more than Army of the Dead. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought that, though maybe but Saw that's what, has But more that's why I was also saying I don't know how many theaters. Maybe True. Army of the Dead had a wider release. I mean, Saul had yeah. a wider release than Army of the Dead. Yeah. It, maybe it even s- says in this article, it doesn't say how many theaters it opened in. And Saul has more, maybe, brand awareness? But then also, I think part of it is, at least with Saul, not even just brand awareness, at least with Saul, there's no, like, oh, coming to, the- coming to Netflix in two weeks. But Army of the Dead, it's like, no, it's coming to Netflix in two weeks. So people are like, I'm just fucking waiting for I- it to go... I didn't even know it was released in theaters. So. I didn't know it was released in theaters either. Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> Until I saw I saw uh, somebody post that they went to the theaters to go see it. I was like, <laughs> release date, May 14th in theaters, then going to Netflix on June, on May 20, two weeks later. So I'm like, why? That's like, I wouldn't have, it's the same shit I felt about like, even though I still haven't seen it, Mulan, where it was like, oh, pay pay $30 for it now, but then it's going to be free in December. I was like, so I'll, I'll fucking wait till December. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not in that big of a rush to see this movie. Like, yeah. <laughs> Again, in a world where so much content, these people are scared to go. They, they release two trailers before the first shit comes out, like Batman. Yeah. But then it's like, nah, we'll also advertise that it's coming out conveniently to you in your home. So I'm like, pretty well, sure. Then why the fuck would I want to go see it in the theaters? It makes no sense. So yeah, I'm pretty sure that's part of it as well. Like, people are just gonna wait. Yeah. Why would you? Why wouldn't you wait? But like I said, as a person that's seen it, I definitely recommend. It's, it's good. It's good. It's, okay, it's, that's it's good. Great. I'm glad. I, I'm glad Zack Snyder's been on a roll. He's, is, this, is this a Zack Snyder sense? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what? I mean, I people like Snyder cut. Yeah, people like Zach, the Snyder cut. But I'm like, I wouldn't say all that. Like, because people are like, oh yeah, the Snyder cut was a masterpiece. I was like, oh, look, I ain't saying all yeah, that. I ain't saying all that. But, but, but coming off the BVS and the, ju- the, the and that's not even his fault though. BVS no. and Just League 2017. But that people at the time did ascribe that to him. So, you know. By comparison, this is a, a renaissance for him. But I will, but I will say, out of the Snyderverse, this is one of his best. Like Watchmen, all the three hundred. He done the dead. So, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Just saying. But yeah, I, I really like this movie. Okay. Cool. Good but recommendation. I just speaking of something I really like. I like this trailer and so much that I forgot to talk about it. <laughs> what was the trailer? Uh, Snake Eyes. Oh, you like that trailer? No. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I, say, I was like, oh, are you serious right now? Because I'm like, who wants to see this? 
This reminds me of G.I. Joe fans. Who are they? <laughs> this reminds me of Wolverine Origins, but for G.I. Joe, so even worse. Like, who the fuck wants to see this? <laughs> I mean, I, st- I wish it success because, I mean, Henry Golding, he looks good. He looks badass. But even the premise, I, I don't want to whitewash Snake Eyes like the original, so I get casting him as an Asian guy. But then it's like, but the premise of the character is that he doesn't speak and you don't see his face. So no, I'm like, you can't have that in a movie. I know, but it's like, what's the point of doing an origin story for this character it's, when he's not the character? It's kind of like uh, the rumors. I don't know how true it is, but I'm pretty sure there's some validity to it because it seems like he's taking his helmet off more and more. But the Mandalorian mm. and him's like, there's there's uh, rumors that on set he's starting to get ups- upset that uh, he's not able to take re- remove his helmet and, yeah. and talk more, especially after you get the reveal of other Mandalorians and they're easily taking off their helmets and things. Like, and he's like. Yeah. What the fuck? But it makes sense for his character arc. It does. If that, but, if, I don't know if that's true or not. But yeah, I don't know if it's true or not. But, but either way, it did make sense for his character arc. Yeah, it makes sense for his character arc. But I can see that you know the whole vanity of actors. Like I want my for face sure. to be seen. Yeah. So I mean, I again, I don't know if it's true allegedly, hmm. but I, I could believe it. Yeah. So it's probably the same shit. Like oh, Snake Eye, don't talk. No, we got to show Henry Golden is a fine, attractive man. We have to show his face. Yeah. So maybe it's like flashback or something, but. The way the, the trailer looked, it looked just like, this is the, what it's about. It's about me before I get, become Snake Eyes. I was like, I don't want to see that. I want to see Snake Eyes. <laughs> Put that mask on or you're not Snake Eyes. I don't really know anything about G.I. Joe, so. All I know is Snake Eyes looked cool in the first movie and he didn't speak. So, put that mask on. <laughs> but something that I do know is in the comics, Sam Wilson has powers. Okay. He has avian telepathy. Stupid. But and okay. the writer, no, no, it's not. <laughs> and the writer of uh, Captain America 4 said that they will address his lack of superpowers and it will factor into the story. I believe that's going to be his conflict moving forward. It's appropriate. Um, why they just jumped. Oh, and the action genre, what made Die Hard a classic wasn't who Bruce Willis beat. It was what he went through to beat them. He's walking through glass with no shoes on. You know what I'm saying? Mm. That's what people can identify with. This motherfucker just like me and taking on the bad guys. What better hero than that to root for? I mean, I agree with that. That, that was kind of the strength of why he didn't take the uh, serum at the end. At the same time, though, I was like... But they like, didn't make him fight and, better. And, and I showed you... Yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. Showed you that, I showed you that clip. Like, yeah. his weakness is Ikea furniture. <laughs> yeah, he threw a fucking shit. Because I didn't think about that in the moment. No, but I, I didn't think about that at the moment either, but... <laughs> I knew that fight was underwhelming. But when you when you highlight the fact that Batroc just threw a chair at his ass and was able to counter the, the, Amer- the Captain America shield... Bro, that shit was taking down helicarriers. How the fuck is a chair stopping his momentum? Get yeah. the fuck out of here. I'm like, you making Sam look real Cause, weak. Because he didn't throw it with that super soldier force. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm like, you didn't have to underpower him like that. And he doesn't have to. You gotta make him win more fights. Like, use the things that he has to his advantage more. that's what I was saying that's that's why I was, I was saying in a TikTok video I made make him more like Batman Batman's human and so to compensate for that he has a shit ton of gadgets yeah but he has and gadgets not, and not, not even just that but not even just the gadgets but Batman's also like one of the greatest fighters yeah in the DC universe but you get to fucking <sighs> the end of uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier you get to Soldier. Falcon and Winter Soldier Sam is constantly getting his ass beat but there were moments in that John Walker fight where he did use the jetpack and his wings but he still got his leverage. ass beat <laughs> yeah but I mean that to me I thought that was gonna be the setup for in that final battle that he's, he'd be using that stuff more often in hand-to-hand fights. And he kind of even did at certain points. Even when he was fighting Carly. There was a moment where he put his wings down and it stabilized him so she couldn't push him back. Yeah. But I'm like, they're not using that enough and they're not highlighting it enough 
that makes it look like it gives him the advantage. It always just looks like that's the only thing keeping him from getting his ass completely whooped. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, no. Because <laughs> even like Batrock, he didn't win the fight. He, he, he just ran. Like, yeah, he left. He ran. Yeah. Captain America ran. <laughs> <laughs> Steve didn't run. <laughs> he beat him. Yeah. It's so, bullshit. I mean,. We, and then Sharon they, kills him. That definitely, he needs to go to Wakanda and train with like the fucking Dora Milaje or that, something. That'd be nice. Because at least in the comics, eat some of those herbs, fast. Yeah, <laughs> give him a little bit of those herbs. Well, even though I'm curious at what they're gonna do with Black Panther, because there there are no more herbs. Killmonger burnt them all. I think grew some more. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> How does magic work? I don't know. <laughs> but like at least comic book Sam, Steve, and him trained. Like they trained, so mm. he's a much better fighter in the comics. Yeah. Then he like he's a master of several martial arts because he trained under like under the master of several martial arts. In comics, but we never seen In comics, it's a default. But at least he he got trained. Yeah. Steve didn't. As far as we know, they didn't train. He didn't. They didn't train together. Yeah. I mean, when you really even think about it, how long was that that awesome uh, mon- Captain America montage he did in episode five? Like like realistically within the world, a week. Yeah, probably At like most? a week. Yeah, two two weeks. Three days. Not even two weeks. I think it's like three days. I think it was a weekend. <laughs> I was training for a whole weekend. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm Captain America. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, is that how that works? I don't think so. <laughs> P90X is 90 days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, you can't even. <laughs> so, but, I mean, we'll see. You know, training montages are never, like, longer than... Yeah, it looked cool. It but takes a year. It takes years to master martial arts, but let, if you're a movie, yeah. it takes one one uh, training montage, which is like a weekend. Yeah, it literally so, was a weekend, and it's not even like someone was training him or training with him no, to improve tra- him. Yeah. He's just him flipping by himself. Like, <laughs> yeah, not, I got it. <laughs> like, not even Bucky. Like, why doesn't Bucky train? Like, Bucky's a better fighter than you. Exactly. Like, yeah. Why can't he train you? The guy that almost became Captain America in a hand-to-hand fight. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> See you later, Buck. Good luck. It's like, no, Steve, box with me. <laughs> teach me shit. Well, uh, speaking of teaching teaching shit, I'm going to teach you some shit. Okay. We're going to talk about the straight agenda, Jordan. Straight agenda? Yes. Okay. Fuck it's you the, and your straight agenda. So this is the agenda, basically. <laughs> yes. So Everything's a straight agenda. <laughs> Zack Snyder said that he wanted to do a third movie in the uh, 300 franchise. Mm, and okay. Warner Brothers actually approached him to do a third movie in the 300, 300. Did you see the second one? Huh? Did you see the second one? I did see the second one. It was all right. Uh, yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't bad, but. It wasn't iconic. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't like the first one. Yeah. But so, and so they approached him to do a third movie. And so he said as he was writing it, the movie kind of shifted a little bit. And he basically put the 300 uh, movie, he, he wanted there to be a gay love story between two men. As like the focus, okay, and it was between Alexander the Great and Hephaestus. Wait, whatever. Alexander the Great. It was going to be about Alexander the Great and Hephaestus. I think the god. I, I, that's why I was like, I don't think that's right because yeah. that's, that's a god, but it did start with an eight. <laughs> no, Hephaestus. Oh, that guy. Yeah, I know that guy. Hephaestus. Yeah, that. <laughs> uh, let's, let's go with that. But yeah, Alexander the Great and his general Hephaestion, and it was going to be a three hundred uh, movie. And so he he was done. He wrote wrote the script, took took it to Warner Brothers, and the straight agenda was like, no, we're not doing that. They straight out was like, no. They, yeah, they straight out was like, they were no. like, no change. Like you can't change it. Just now, we're not going to do this. No, movie. they just said no. 
And then what happened? He just was like, so, all right, well, now I don't want to do it then. Yeah, there's, so there's no, there's no, well, there's no movie. Wow. But yeah, he said, I sat, over the pandemic, I had to deal with Warner Brothers, and I wrote that, and I wrote what was essentially going to be the final chapter in 300. I sat down to write it, I actually wrote a different movie. I oh, was this writing, is recent. You said the quarantine. Huh? This is recent. This article came out yesterday. Oh, no, shit. Uh, what's today? Yes. So oh. this, this article came out yesterday. I thought that maybe the pitch happened way back when 302 came out, but no. this is recent. Okay. But yeah, he said, uh, uh, I ended up writing a queer love story between two, two figures, uh, Alexander the Great and Hephaestion. Uh, Warner Brothers weren't big fans. And uh, what do you say? Wait, what? Yeah, Warner Brothers wasn't, weren't big fans. And uh, but the concept was there and it came out really great. It's called it was called Blood and Ashes. And it's a beautiful love story, really, with a uh, warfare. I would love to do it. Warner Brothers said no. You know, they're not huge fans of mine. So it is what it is. <laughs> what is the deal with WB and Zack Snyder? Is weird love. Hate. They approach him. But you saying they're not fans of him? Like what? It's like a weird love hate relationship. Like that. Like. <laughs> Um, I don't know. <laughs> but. I mean, I I also didn't feel like 300 needed anymore after the second one was kind of meh. No, they didn't, but I mean, they approached him and he wrote his story and they were like, no. Never mind. It's like, hey, can you write us a story? Yeah, here you go. Not that story, though. Yeah, we're we're that. done with you. <laughs> yeah, that's that's gay, though. Like, <laughs> nah, bro, that's gay. Yeah, <laughs> we, can't, do we can't do that. Even though, like, you look at 300, it's like... They're all shirtless. It's pretty gay. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty and they're gay. Spartans. Like Spartans are historically Spartans, gay. Yeah, historic. Well, but then they even make fun. of... That's so weird that he wrote a gay story because even in three hundred, even though they're historically gay, but like, or you know, you know how Greek society works, man, boys, but they make fun of Athens for that. Like they they purposely bring up Athens and they go like, oh, those boy loving philosophers. <laughs> like you know, what I mean, kind of like this diminishing homosexuality. <laughs> Granted. Also pedophilia, <laughs> but it, that was the only time they even brought up the idea of homosexuality in that story, and they, you know, they purposely kind of diminished it. Yes. But it's weird that by the time you get to the third movie, he wants to write a story specifically about a homosexual relationship. Interesting. And his straight agenda said, absolutely not. Are you surprised at all? Of course not. Yeah, me either. <laughs> and, and considering his Warner Brothers, like, and this is why I keep saying, I have no faith in these studios in these major franchises actually doing proper LGBT representation other than like blink it you'll miss it moment because they don't want to hurt their bottom line yeah. capitalism <laughs> they, want, they want to make money and that any level of controversy that would come including something like that could potentially hurt their bottom line especially when they talk about like China like yeah. that's and it was just like why do we care why do we give a fuck what China buys but I also feel like they can they can make that argument about anything. They could have made that argument about they casting. They did. Oh, they used to say black people. Like, yeah, I was going to say they can make that. Well, not even just that, but they can make that argument just casting a black person. There are people that don't want to see black leads. Oh, yeah, for sure. There are people that the fucking, when Finn was revealed to be a stormtrooper. There was a huge backlash about that. There was a huge backlash that. about it, but guess what? They still did it. And now, if you notice, the Star Wars community, because of the way the trilogy went, now it's like they just pretend that never happened. Like, if you ask a random hardcore Star Wars fan, they're like, people didn't have an issue with Finn. I'm like, yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. What are you talking about? But now it's like, because Ray was terrible, people they're had like, it. Finn should have been the main character. It's like, oh, now you're saying that before you even won Finn. <laughs> people had an issue with Rose, an Asian girl, which Kelly Marie Tran had to delete her social media account because she was getting assaulted. Yeah. 
and people, then they and then people, they and then they would say they stand by her, but then as soon as that next movie came out, what happened? They completely sidelined her character to the point where more side characters like that fucking uh, what's his name Pippin, the guy from Lord of the Rings. He's like one line in Rise of Skywalker. He's actually got a longer entry in the the canon. Like also, universe. part of that is. Ryan Johnson introduced Rose, then he went back to J.J. Abrams, who didn't create Rose. Yeah, but then J.J. Abrams is over there talking, like, before Rise of Skywalker came out, he was talking about, like, yeah, I, I love Kelly Marie Tran, I love the Rose character, and we're gonna take it to... He was talking about, like, Finn. it's all bullshit. He was even talking about Finn and how, like, yeah, we're, we did so much more of Finn's character in this movie, we're gonna really explore... <laughs> exactly. And, and then John Boyega, I was at the fucking premiere for that, or not the premiere, the uh, Star Wars Celebration when they announced that movie. John Boyega's sitting there going, like, yeah, yeah, I'm really happy with John Boyega, with what John Boyega, with, uh, with what J.J. Abrams did. He really helped flesh out Finn, and we're going to do so much more of his character well, of, course, of course, when you're selling the movie, you can, it's the same thing that happened with Ray Fisher. When, when, it, when it was first announced with Joss, the video that he showed was like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm totally excited about what Joss Whedon's going to bring to the... Yeah. Meanwhile, you can see in his eyes... Yeah. Help. He's like, yeah. King, help, Morris Coe, help me. <laughs> he was... Touching everybody on set, help. <laughs> but it's also, but it's the same thing with John because I'm pretty sure they also have contracts as well, so they can't slander the movie while they're in it. And yeah. but meanwhile, once it was all said and done, he was like, "Yeah, no, fuck that, fuck, I, I don't even want to come back." To exactly. Star Wars. But but it just even makes Daisy it, Ridley is saying like, "Yeah, like they didn't really know what to do with my character." Yeah, but it just makes it all feel so disingenuous. Like all three of them, Oscar Isaac, yeah. John Boyega, and Daisy Ridley are all like, "Yeah, they didn't really know what they were doing." Yeah. So, but yeah, but I'm just saying, like, all that just makes me feel like anything they say is a lie. It's all disingenuous side speak, marketing speak. That's all it is. Even with the straight agenda, Oscar Isaac and uh, John Boyega, more so Oscar Isaac, they were f- pushing for the Finn and Poe. I would have taken that romance. so much more than the the, the paper but, thin. No, no, the straight guys. Here's a random Power Ranger love interest for yeah, for random Poe Power Ranger. Random Power Ranger. Yep. And oh, here's a random black girl for Finn because you can't multi. Like, what about Ray? Interracial dating. No, black girl. Finn, you were the black woman only. No fucking, no mixing races around here. Because I was like, well, that's kind of the, not the norm. Because lately, is always interracial. But even the, they don't even want that. Because even the black on black thing with Finn and the girl, like they didn't really, they hinted at it, but it's not like they made it obvious that they were gonna get together. But it was definitely. Even, that's what I said. They not hint, even in the first movie, she's talking about like, boyfriend. You got a cute boyfriend, like shit like that. It's no, like, no, no, I'm talking about Re- Finn and the black, the black stormtrooper. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, saying yeah. they hinted at it, but they didn't make like, oh, they're de- they're, they're definitely getting together. No, but that's why they introduced her. There was no other. She had any point in the story. No. You could have made it even a point. Uh, her point could have just been there are other stormtroopers that were we talk about this all the time, but more stormtroopers that were were motivated, inspired by what Finn did. That wasn't even part of it. You know, it was just like, a, oh yeah, we saw what you did, and anyway, moving on. What? <laughs> like he could be the leader of those stormtroopers, but no, he should have been the leader of the rebellion. Yeah, he's the like the, if you're the a storm mar- tro- storm brainwashed stormtrooper that he, goes against. Yeah, the Empire. And how did he, how was he the one to be able to overcome the brainwashing? The Force. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. <laughs> but he Wait, wanted to the tell. Force, that means you're a, you can be a Jedi. No, 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 no. Well, they did say that he's Force sensitive in that last movie. So. Yeah, yeah, the last movie. <laughs> right before I die, I'm Force sensitive. Oh. <laughs> like, what? Why would you say that in your last breath? Like, <laughs> Why wouldn't you tell Poe? Yeah, I, just, I don't want to talk about it. Why? Like, what is this? Who's supposed to be your best friend? It seemed like in the last movie, everybody was talking about, oh yeah, the Finn and Poe relationship. But it seemed like in the last, like 
move. They were like, there was no. They they tried to do a thing where they made everybody argue, and by arguing, they thought that would make them seem like they were friends that had banter, but it just came off so forced. Especially considering this was the first movie that the three of them were, we're together. together. Yeah, <laughs> fuck, stupid. It's like you just met Ray. Yeah. Like, but anyway, fuck all that shit. <laughs> fuck you, Star Wars. Straight agenda. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, you're absolutely right. It's that, the same. It's the same shit with like Ike Pearl. This is why I was like. Uh, why don't you just make your own original original gay characters or whatever? It's like because A, sometimes you're not allowed to. Mm-hmm. And then B, even when you do, you have people fucking complaining even about that. Yeah. So, yeah. It's like Ike Perlmutter all over again because even with Wiccan and Hulkling, Hulkling, if Ike Perlmutter had his way, Hulkling would have been a girl. Wait, what? Yeah. Uh, Alan Heinberg, who wrote Young Avengers, who created Wiccan and Hulkling, who is a gay comic book writer. Mm-hmm. And a screenwriter, he wrote on Scandal and all that other stuff. But and Grey's Anatomy, but yeah, he he wanted to make Wicked like you know, like they are two yeah. gay two gay superheroes. Like, no, no, I'll make that dude a girl. But Ike Perlmutter was like, you're not putting two gay characters in a bo- in an Avengers book. Like, no, make Hulkling a girl. And you know what? Actually, we're gonna I'm gonna get I'm gonna let you get away with it. When she when she, when she's in her Hulk form, she could look like a you know man. A, a, a man menacing what? Hulk, but when she's not her, when it's not in a Hulk form, no, it's a girl. What? And yeah, so. But why? Because you can't. Again, you're not. <laughs> you're not putting. You're not putting some faggots in an Avengers book. Gay people can't exist. <laughs> like, not in like, like, an Avengers book. This is an Avenger. This is a flagship title. Nobody read, fucking reads comics anyway. <laughs> so so the, way, the way he got away with it is he went to the uh, gay media and was like, oh no, I'm, I'm currently writing an uh, Avengers book. It's called Young Avengers and I plan on introducing uh, two gay characters. So superseded him. Yeah, so because of that. The he new, couldn't say anything. Yeah, the news spread like wildfire. Yeah. Because then other publications picked it up. Marvel was introducing gay superheroes in an Avengers book. Yeah. And then, yeah, he couldn't say, Ike Perlmutter couldn't say anything after that. How long did he keep that job? I mean, he only... Did he, he finish his run? He finished his run, yeah. Oh, okay, good. I, I, I was just asking, because like something like that would be like, a, all right, motherfucker, now you, you're on notice But now. he conveniently didn't come back for the next that's run. That's what I'm like, saying. That's yeah. what I'm saying. See, that's what I'm saying. Fucking somebody bullshit. Else, somebody else came back for uh, Young Avengers volume two. that's why. Paul Murray... Paul Mutter was just like, yeah, you're on notice. Ike, what? I said Paul Mutter. Paul Mutter? Ike Perlmutter? Ike Perlmutter was like, yeah, you're on notice. Like, I'm not going to say anything now because you tied my hands, but you ain't coming back. That's exactly what happened. I knew it. Fucking assholes. <laughs> so, yeah, straight agenda. Jordan. What are you saying Jordan for? Like, <laughs> you're straight. You have an agenda. You, you, you fridged the fucking gay characters in Power Rangers. That's true. I did. But not on purpose. <laughs> What's the... No. Did, did somebody have a gun to your head and said, no, you kill these lesbian bitches? Well, for the Green Ranger, it was a thing where she was like, I ain't coming back. I was like, oh, well then. <laughs> so you're dead. You gotta stay dead then. <laughs> no, you could have pulled a fucking... Uh, uh, Terrence, what? you could have pulled a Terrence Howard. <laughs> oh, I hate that. That's my. I hate that so much in, in like in stories and narrative. I hate it. Or just like, yes, yeah, same person. People thought I was gonna pull, recast. Pull, it. pull a Black Lightning. Which, Black Lightning. Uh, yeah, because the girl China, she's not. Remember, uh, you the one that told me about this. They got a different actress to play her. Like her body exploded or whatever in space, and then they reformed it, and she reformed as a different person. In Black Lightning. Yes. The live action Black Lightning? Yeah, well, yes. You're the one that told me about this. I don't even fucking remember shit about Black Lightning then. But I, yeah, the I youngest forgot. daughter, Lightning, the actress left the show, and so they recast her. 
They did? Yes. I told you this. Yes. You're the news guy. I told you news. <laughs> it's not. But no, you because I didn't watch the episodes. You told me what happened. That's how I know. Like she exploded in space or whatever. They had the budget to go. I've never seen that in my life. No, there's never been a Black Lightning live action where the where she went into space and exploded. She flew out into space, exploded. How do how do I remember this? Are you sure? I don't know. This is not Black Lightning in live action. Somebody, it was somebody else. told me. Maybe it was something maybe, else. Maybe it wasn't you. No, it was no. It's the actual show. Maybe it wasn't you that told me, but somebody told me. I don't even watch Black Lightning like that. I I fell off that long ago. <laughs> I feel like somebody told you, and then you've been smoking weed, and you don't remember. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> it's totally well, possible. Basically, her powers were out of control or whatever. She flew out into space because she kind of like what was happening with. No, you didn't play this game. Never mind. I was going to say the Miles Morales game at okay. the very end. You didn't play that. No. But, like, uh, what can I think of? Another analogy. You know how Superman, when he got no, that I know new, you're talking about. When yeah. he got that new power. Yeah, so Supernova. She flew, yeah, she flew up into space to avoid the damage or whatever. And it, she basically, like, atomized or whatever. And then she came back, recast a different person? And so they were able to get her to reform. And she's or, a different person. And she's a different person. And it's part of the story. Like, who the fuck are you? I'm, what? I'm Jennifer. No, the fuck you're not. <laughs> Where's my daughter? I am your daughter. I never told you this. You must be thinking about somebody else. Because that sounds kind of like the Batwoman thing, though. Where they got rid of Kate, and then she's back. Or it's going to be back, but she's a different face or whatever. Yeah, I guess, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm pretty sure I never told you that. Well, I, you can do that. <laughs> that's crazy. If that when she got stabbed by the Arbiters, I don't know, she came back <laughs> my with... Face yeah, with different face <laughs> and voice <laughs> the morphing grid protected me but it can't it didn't give me my body i hate that so much <laughs> i never liked that trope like charles xavier in the last stand when he put himself in the, that comatose body i was glad that 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 could not that canon or that continuity ended there because i did not want to like, see hey guys whatever happened to that D- don't pay attention to yeah. it no patrick stewart's gone it's, it's this guy now i'm like no <laughs> no thank you <laughs> Yeah, that's my least favorite trope in storytelling. So I would never do that if I have a choice. I'd rather just kill somebody off. Than I mean, you say that, but then, aren't you? Didn't you also say you would like for them to recast T'Challa? Yeah, but I have no choice. That's, uh, there's no choice there. But there's no choice there either. Kind of technically, you said she not she didn't want to come back. So yeah, but I do have a choice. I don't have no, to bring back Green no, Ranger. Yes, you do. <laughs> Green Ranger is a staple. <laughs> that's why it's more painful that it's gone. No, you there's fuck, stakes. No, you're homophobic. That's, okay, that's, 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 what, that's what it is. <laughs> I didn't take away her gayness. <laughs> yes, you did. You took away her love interest, so there's no way for her to be gay. <laughs> Who is she gonna scissor? I don't even think about that. <laughs> the power protects you. Where's there's no there's no vagina power unless they Caesar or something. <laughs> Where, where's the vagina power? The power of the vagina. Like, you're right. I'm gonna write that in next episode. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> The That's, power of the more regret granted the power of scissoring. <laughs> now what, she's back. What do, do you think the big band came from? I'll right, keep that in mind. Thank you. <laughs> this is why Michael's not in my writer's room. <laughs> he's like, I should be. <laughs> you tell my Power Rangers unworthy hitting over a million views. She imagine, came back. Imagine if I was there. It'd be 40 million views. You're right. You're absolutely right. I know. <laughs> was that all the news? That's, that's it. Oh, that's it? That's why yeah. we're going on this whole tangent about the gayness. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. There's there's things. <laughs> I guess we'll end on this. There are things that happen unworthy that I'm like, man. If I take a step back and I look at it from the outside looking in, I don't know if I would know if a black person wrote this. Because there's some things that happen. I'm like, I didn't plan for this to happen this way. But damn it, it's problematic. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a, just a, just a little bit. Just, just a little bit. I'm not racist. It's just 
things happen in production and post production and behind the scenes that you can't control. Like the the girl that's the Gold Ranger wasn't even originally supposed to be the Gold Ranger. It was supposed to be a different person, but things happen. She couldn't perform. She couldn't show up on set when she needed to show up on set. So we had to recast and. I can't talk about it until we release the episode, but you'll see. <laughs> we'll we'll have a whole breakdown review of episode four of Unworthy and what's going to happen in episode five on this podcast. So if you don't want to know about that, don't listen to it for spoilers. But I, I'm really curious what Michael thinks about the next two episodes of the show. <laughs> I'm leaving it at that. You're racist. It's not racist, <laughs> but we'll talk about it. Um, but yeah, I guess that's it for the episode then. Uh, next week we do have... Uh, I guess I I will have seen Quiet Place by then, and maybe I'll even see um, yeah, Joe Jordan and invite me to the my, screening. I didn't have a ch- I, I'm not, not have a choice. It was like I always invite you, and my girlfriend's always like, so you're not gonna invite me to the screenings. I'm like, you know what? You're right. So I'm gonna invite you this time, and you get all your screenings. So I'm like, well, at least this time I'll take my girlfriend, and you can still go. It's not you, a screening. I just get the shit in the email, and I yeah. Okay, well you're not like, hey bro, come over and watch the screener with me. I, no, I did. Okay, I did it. I, I did invite you one over. time when no, I asked. I invited you over more than, but you're like, I'm not watching on a laptop. <laughs> all right, you're fair. <laughs> but you could go. There's, there's still free passes if you want to go. But you don't even look at, why don't we even have this conversation? You already said you don't yeah, want to go see I'm not going to but, <laughs> but, but it's still the gesture. <laughs> well. It's still showing that you care. Well. Like, oh, I'm thinking about Michael, so let me ask and see if he wants to go. Well, I was thinking about you. you were you? Yes, I was. I didn't get a call. <laughs> well, I didn't have the conversation I didn't know about it, so I just saw your stories. I was like, oh, he's going to see a quiet place, and he didn't even call me. Oh, okay. But if you do want to go, there are still free passes if you I'm go to the I'm link. not going. I'm not going to movies. <laughs> It's just you're just fuck with me. No, it's the thought. I, I want to be thought about like Amber. I oh, you didn't, don't, you, don't didn't me, you didn't trust me enough, Jordan. You see what I do with guys? This is basically my second girlfriend, right? <laughs> fly I'm, on, fly boy. Yeah, I knew your secret all along. I knew that. I, I saw the email. I was looking, reading your email when they sent it to you. Well, boo boo, I did think about you. I had a whole conversation with my girlfriend about it. Okay, so uh, okay, yeah. Well, I had I had fucking bugs in the room, and I heard what? the con- I heard the conversation, and and I know what really happened. <laughs> I was like, no, fuck Michael. I don't like that guy. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> what, what I fuck? that's what I heard. <laughs> All right, next time I'm gonna it run was, by, and it was a uh, fucking. I know you just again. What? I can't make this reference with you because you haven't seen black movies. What? what God was, damn it! I heard. I heard the comment. It was boomerang all over again. Where she was just like, "Oh, you want to take Michael, huh? Well, you can't turn down a pussy like this." And you're like, <laughs> "Yeah, you're right." So yeah, fuck Michael. That's, I mean, that's what happened. It, yeah, it, it didn't go down exactly like yeah, that. No, that's but exactly what that's happened. That's kind of how it went down. No, no man can turn down this pussy. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> That's 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 what happened. Yeah, that's a that's a boomerang reference. Like I said, Jordan didn't see boomerang, but yes. I mean, he's right. I didn't get the reference, but I understand the gesture because that's universal. I think that's not universal for me. Okay, well, <laughs> I, I can turn down any pussy. <laughs> well, you can't. All right. Anyway, that's a successful blur vision. Except for man pussy. Simul Simul lose man pussy because he had he he posted another uh, shirtless shirtless video on uh on Instagram. Oh, Shang Chi. Yeah, Shang Chi. He likes Power Rangers. He's he's cool with me. And I was like, I'm getting kind of wet right now. Okay. <laughs> and on that note, as we up so blur vision, I've been your host Jordan with. And on notes of wetness, <laughs> Michael with Michael. <laughs> Wait, what's my name again? I don't know. Black Gate Comic Geek all platforms. Plug yeah, plug. All, all platforms. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, check out my TikTok. Yes. Instagram, Twitter. Mm-hmm. 
YouTube. YouTube. There you go. I beat you to what, it. What else am I on? <laughs> I don't know. I think that's I think that's all of it. Tubi. <laughs> Tubi. I don't, like, know, Tubi? <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck that is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and we will see you next week. Peace. Bye. <laughs>